Dyke check one, two, one, two. Dumb skin not in the cut. <laughs> <laughs> D styles in the cut though. OG courts there. And today we got a special guest. Come on, welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome. Yes, yes, peoples. Your dykes are back. Yes, we sir. Are back. Um, Domsky is not in the cut today because, as you know, outside is opening. And, you know, Domsky has another job, which is sound controlling. Yes, she's sir. a DJ, so she's getting ready for No Limit Fest. And that is going to be on the 24th of August. July. 24th of July. 24th <laughs> of July. Next weekend. Um, oh, shit. By the time this comes out, sorry, the, it, it would have been passed. So I would tell you to get your tickets, but... Too late. It will be too late by the time it's you hear late. this. I'm sorry. Hopefully you'll be there and you will have enjoyed with us. But yeah, that's why Domsky is not in the cut today. But we have got a special guest. Um, how you feeling, Jay? Um, I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm good actually. I'm alright. I'm yeah. sweet. How's how's everything treating you? How's life? Um, life is very good at the moment actually. Um it's on a very positive note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took a lot. Mm. Um, sorry, let me start again. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of soul searching recently, mm-hmm. trying to find out who I am, where mm-hmm. I want to go, who mm-hmm. I need to be around, etc., etc. So that's what I've been doing for the last few months. That sounds like a good thing to do. I'm not even gonna lie. Yep, everybody so, needs to do that once in a while. Listen, Just sometimes you, little, you little need little to. You, the reflection is always necessary. I feel like no matter where you are in life, mm-hmm. to reflect, recalibrate, recharge. Figure out if you're currently where you want to be, if you're currently who you want to be, and what you're doing. Yeah, so that sounds that sounds good. Um, how you doing, D? I'm good. I'm good. I'm um, yeah. I'm just happy. Looking forward to the streets opening. Listen, (laughs) we're gonna be out. (laughs) We will be out. Just catch us outside, Shy. That's all I'm gonna say. Catch us on the outside. You feel me? We are about to be outside. D has uh decided to mash up her hand oh yeah before outside opens yeah decided to yeah that that, that that is all yeah another story but guys <laughs> if you see what d done to her finger if you see what d done to her finger these are facetime me they go basketball they go basketball every wednesday her and dom yeah so then one one evening now i'm getting like a like a group group call from whatsapp i'm like <laughs> What are these <laughs> on? Should they not be bowling? <laughs> Dom's like, Dee's broken her finger. Dee's broken her <laughs> finger. We're going to A and E. I don't know what to do. I'm like, what do you mean? Then Dee's there in the camera. Dee's face is just sour. I'm like, what have you done? <laughs> what have you done to her? She's like, Courtney, I don't know what to do. She was like, you know, I'm not good at these things. She needs you. I said, you give her a cuddle now. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> Bro, when Dee sent the picture of her finger, like, this is uh, this is the pinky, yeah? Oh, gosh. So imagine your pinky goes straight like this. Dee's finger was going this way. Like, it went like this. I'll actually show the picture. I'll actually show the picture. Her finger was going the reference. opposite direction. I don't even know if I'm ready for the picture. Bro, Bro. I was like, no. See, you're even good. Because you see me, I would have fainted. I would have fainted. It would have been over. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Bro, you know what's mad? Like, I was, I was... I don't even like. I, I was thinking, what's all this c- deliberation for? Because like, when it happened, yeah, like it's mad. Because like, I was trying to um, intercept the ball, innit? So as I've tried to like, somebody passed the ball, I was trying to like stick my hand out to get yeah. the ball, but I've kind of like some, somehow dived. I don't even know, but I dived apparently, and I've landed funny. And apparently, Dom was even saying that if 
the way that I landed, it was either going to be my ankles gone or my fingers gone because it was going to be either one of the others. So but apparently, my fi- the, the fall that I fell on the finger, it, it broke. Wrap. It broke the fall for the ankle, yeah, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So I landed all on my finger and Oof. it went flick. And like, I was just like sitting there like, oh my God, I know something's wrong with my finger, but I didn't look. You didn't look. I didn't look in it. So I was thinking, mm, I don't know. So then I just kept saying, nah, my finger's gone. My finger's gone. Everyone's like, nah, nah, nah. Let's see, let's see. So I was just like, then everybody went, ah! <laughs> 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 and you know that's when you start panicking. No. I'm thinking, raw, like, so I looked at it. I was just like, Eey. like, oh, oh this days. is it then. This is it. And I was, you know what's mad? This life is really funny. Couple weeks ago, I was boasting and bragging to somebody that I've never broken any bones. I've never done it. <laughs> two weeks later, your, fin- your finger, your finger's gun leaning. The universe was like it's time. Isn't it? I said I'm never, I'm never gonna cuss all these people with hay fever now because if mm. that one really comes to slap me, it'll be very, very long. <laughs> the universe said so. You think you're indestructible? You think you're indestructible? And like, when it happens, yeah. Um, I was fine. I was just like, oh my God, yeah, this is mad. So what now? Everyone was just, everyone was just panicking. Like, was, was, it pain- was it painful? Not at that, mo- not at that moment. Okay. So literally, I was, I was even mad. I was thinking, bro, like, all I wanted to do is go home and watch the fucking England game because that was the semi-finals. So I was like, why is this happening now? So I was pissed off. Then everybody's like, oh, get ice. And it's like, ice for what? Because we, we can't really ice mm. the finger. Mm. Like, really all, ice you got, all you got to go is A&E. So... I'm like, okay, then me and Dom just went to A&E. was just walking, walking. That's what we called Courtney. Just walking to A&E. Dom was like, oh, let me go into the shop and get you painkillers. I'm like, why? Like, <laughs> for what? Like, Fuck the painkillers. Pick pain my killers. Oh. What's painkillers? I was thinking, I'm not in any pain. Like, I don't understand. What the, adrenaline, the adrenaline yeah. was stopping so everybody the pain. Was, even at basketball, they were like, oh, drink Lucas A, drink, eat, drink, eat sweets. I'm thinking, what are you not capping mm-hmm. about? Apply, Rob. <laughs> Sis, we got to the hospital now. The pain setting. Head to the way we're... Hey, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, <laughs> and it happened. In t- it, you know what? It happens in waves. It was doing wave no one. Way. When I saw the picture, to, I saw the first day. Yeah. That was wave one. It was cool. I was still alright. She gave me a bit of um, ibuprofen. I was like, okay, cool. I'm good. Mm-hmm. So by the time they took the X-ray, now um, I was waiting for them to come and collect me after the X-ray. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting there, like distracting myself, like just watching the game on my phone, innit? it? Boom, boom, boom. 10 minutes past, come and see pain. The pain had me in a chokehold. I was, I was praying. I was like, oh my God. Like what? I thought my finger was going to drop off. Like the way that it was just throbbing. So like I was going to the, because it was an extra. I, I went to the woman there. I was like, oh, like, are they going to, like, what's happening? Like, mm. are, are they said they're going to pick me up. She's like, oh, like, I don't know. I don't know. So I kept waiting. I was waiting there for like half an hour, 45 minutes, innit? Then I was just like, at this point, I was nearly in tears. Then one of the nurses, God bless her soul, she called my name. She was like, oh, like, you know what? I can see that you're in a lot of pain. Um, Let's go to zone D where you where um and get you some pain relief. Okay. So I was just like, she's like, don't worry, I'll come with you, I'll come with you. So she followed her now, went to the zone D now. These f- nurses were just dragging their legs. I hate things like that, you know. If somebody's in pain, someone's goes, in pain. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> la 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 la. And I'm just dragging her leg anyhow. And I was thinking, if I really fall down and because I was feeling faint at that point. You know when yeah. the pain is so much, yeah. Yeah. like I was feeling like I'm gonna like pass out. Like so, I was thinking, shit. So anyway, the nurse has gone and got something mad. Oh my god, this thing was sexy though. What was it? It was like I don't have to explain. It was just like balloon. <laughs> oh, she gave, they yeah. give you the gas in the air. I, I don't know what it was, but you had so, to inhale it through the thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like some green thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So um, he went, he came out. He was like, "Oh, like let's go into the ward. You've got to lie down because it, like when you're taking this, like you got to lie down because if you're gonna feel a bit like lightheaded, lightheaded. and everything." So I'm thinking, okay, cool. So I'm there, he just like um, keep blowing it, and like t- like. Yeah, like yeah, inhaling yeah. it and like exhaling, exhaling yeah, it yeah. so I was just doing that doing that doing that doing that and I was feeling a bit better but the pain was still there in it so um, the other woman came now 
she was just like, yeah, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, we've seen your x-ray. It's not broken. I said, thank you, Jesus. Amen. I said, it's just dislocated. So, but we're going to have to pop it back. I said, Yo, hey. what? Pop it back. Well, I love no you like bicycle. Way. I love you like bicycle. So, she was just like, oh, like, um, how long have you been, like, doing this thing? I was just like, oh, like, a couple of minutes. She's like, okay, like, just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Like, like every breath. Like, don't yeah. just stop. Like, so yeah. I kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. The pain was, like, still on, like, I want to say, like, of a six, isn't it? Mm. So, boom, now, like, so she was just like, okay, um, she touched my finger. She's like, can you feel that? I was like, yeah. She's like, okay, that's good, that's good, that's good. So she's like, keep, keep taking it, keep taking it. I was taking it, taking it, taking it. Then she's like, next thing you know, she just touched the finger again. She just went, yeesh, yeesh. She just was doing hickey, hickey with my finger. This is me, ah, ah. I was screaming. That would have been me screaming too, boy. I was screaming. So it wasn't even like a smooth, because you know like no. in movies and that, they'll make it seem like it's no. just one pop and then they pop it back no. in. No, it was like, it wasn't just like. It was like she was managing your finger. Like she was doing like, like that. Uh-uh. Bro, so I was, and I was thinking, God is good, yeah, because like, it was like, three or four screams and then, and then she was like oh it's done it's done if it was like one more scream i would have yanked my finger off away and then uh, you my hand probably away broke your finger. and i exactly and i was yeah. the tears would have started rolling down my eyes because what the fuck um Jeez. and i think to myself like imagine i didn't have this pain relief like the pain is the still pain mad been, yeah the pain with this worse. pain relief and imagine oh, jesus yeah, christ why you have to thank god for some of these drugs god, or... but long story short i went to get a checkup um yes wednesday um and they basically said that there's progress, but it's not hun- like I, t- I couldn't make a fist in it. Okay. So they were like, "There's progress, but they still need to monitor." Blah blah blah. So I have to, I have to wear this um splint splint to keep my finger straight because if okay. not, my finger's gonna want to just curl and stay okay. in that position. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I've got to wear this for like they said review in six weeks. Jeez. Um. But yeah. Um. I've got to go to hand therapy as well. Mm-mm. Every serious week. something. You know, serious it's like because when you think about your pinky, you don't think like it's. But it's actually needed. It's, it's actually needed, fam. But uh-huh. you know what? Long story short, I'm better. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> You're okay. I'm okay. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. No problem. It is really well, Sha. Uh, it happens, but it's all right. It's all good. The finger's all right. No broken. You still, you can still say you haven't got any broken bones, so it's okay. Touch, I'm touching the wood. Though. No problem. I'm really touching the wood. No problem. <laughs> Because boy, oh boy. Oh, man. Yeah, man, I can't wait for outside to open. Mm. I've just been looking at this 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 weather, thinking, uh, can you make up your mind? I don't understand what this one weather day wants to do. One day the sun is beaming down our throat. The next day it's looking gloomy, gloomy. But then it's still warm, but then it's raining. Yeah, it's but then it's, it's like four it's seasons in one. Like, like make do you want me to mind? go outside in shorts, raincoat, Crocs? Or, like, jacket, <laughs> like, puffer. Sun what? hats. What now, you know? Bomber jacket. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's just not making sense to me. So I'm looking oh forward to everything man. opening. Welcome but to English Rebel. You know, you know. But yes, Jay, um, happy yes, to have yes. you inside. Yes, sir. Happy to have you inside. Thank, um, you, thank you. So a bit of backstory. Um, recently, guys, I've found that in lockdown, mm-hmm. I, for some reason, keep ending up in Soho. Um, and that's <laughs> become my place. I don't know how <laughs> it happens. I can't really tell you. One day, my friends were like, let's go Soho. And before you knew it, every other weekend, I'm now in Soho. Posted up in Soho Square with all of the other gays, living my best life. Yes, sir. It's been very enjoyable. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> um, so I think it was maybe the first time that I went Soho, like in this in this period. Mm-hmm. I met Jay. Yes, mm-hmm. um, And me being the drunk person that I am, when <laughs> I meet people that I like, I just start to talk like a talking man. <laughs> so... I barely remember what I was saying, but I'm pretty sure we had a really good conversation. 
Um, and I was just saying, yeah, like we need to have someone on the pod. Um, we need a guy from the LGBT mm. on the pod mm. because we need to, you know, understand that experience better, hear that experience from your perspective. Yeah. And yeah, just talk. So that is how we have wound up here. Um, yes. So okay. yeah, um, not to be cliche, but like, tell us about yourself. Like, how old are you? Where are you from? Background? Just about yourself. Yeah, so basically, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> so I'm about to be 29. Okay. Boy. A little scary because, you know, I thought I was going to be 21 forever. 92 yes. babies. Listen. Come on. This 92 not, no. babies. I'm a 91 baby. That is your own. I don't know. <laughs> you that is your own. Yeah, I'm about to be 29. I can't yeah. believe it. Um, So I am a Leo. Yeah. Oh, Leo. Um, I don't yeah, think I mind know. Leo's. Leo's are yeah, Leo's are alright with me. <laughs> yeah, you're safe, you're safe. Um but yeah, um so I currently live in um northwest London. I'm originally from West London. Um I actually grew up in Southall. What? Where where? In Southall. Southall. Is, is that in London? It is in London. It's in it's UB one. UB? That is not that London. That's not London. Anything like N S. Isn't that like Uxbridge? What's yeah, Uxbridge like Uxbridge post? Don't read. It's part of London. It's, <laughs> it's like all the way. Is it on the on, uh, um, Central Line? Yeah. Like all the like way at the back. Yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Back, it's back. like close to the airport. Yeah, it's close to Heathrow. Heathrow, yeah, 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 yeah. That's far. What's, what was growing up in Southall? Like, what kind of area is that? To be fair, I loved mm-hmm. growing up in Southall. Really? Um, the majority of the people that live in Southall are of Asian descent. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, there's a big Asian population in Southall. Okay. Um, but that was amazing for me, to be fair. I learned how to cuss in all different languages. <laughs> um, so that was cool. Um, Teach me how to say fucking your language. <laughs> how do you but, say um, shit? <laughs> yeah, I think that growing up in Southall um, opened my eyes to diversity at mm. a very young age, mm. um, which is always a positive thing. Um at that particular time in my school, like white was a minority. Oh wow! Um, and I would say Asian was the most. Um, the majority. Yeah, the majority. Mm. Sorry. Um, so yeah, it was really cool. It was nice little fusion of different cultures. I mm. learned a lot. Had a lot of different types of friends, mm. um, which was really really cool. Actually, I kind of embraced that. Um, so yeah, um, since that point. Mm. Um, I've lived in so many areas. Um, wow. I hear it. So, so many areas. That's like then. me. Yeah, I left home when I was 18. Mm. And okay. ever since then, I've been moving. Up like and down, up and down. <laughs> up and down. <laughs> Listen, this London is not cheap, oh. mm. It's, it's really like not. car insurance. You have to find the next best every year. <laughs> every year, you need to just check that you're in the best exactly deal. Exactly that. Exactly mm. that. Um, so, yeah. Um. Now, yeah, now I'm in Northwest, um, mm. very central, which is good. I love being close to central. Um, I actually don't like living anywhere that's not close to central. Why? <laughs> so you can go to her? I just... <laughs> initially, it was that, but I think that also... Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Um, I guess, like, any area that's not near to central is just a bit uncomfortable for me. Okay. It feels a bit uncomfortable. Um, I loved living in Kilburn though. That was one of my favorite places to live. Oh, I lived in Kilburn for a bit. I didn't mind living there either. Yeah, really, Kilburn yeah. was nice. Was alright. Yeah, I really like Kilburn. It's very diverse and also very close to central. Yeah. Um. So I love that. 
So, yeah. Okay. Um, all right, all right. Yeah. I won't force you to go into any more. Tell us if you like long walks on the beach and all that stuff. <laughs> you know? But, um, yeah, so how would you identify yourself or would you even identify yourself in terms of LGBT Yeah, so, jeez, um, um, I don't really like the labels. I'm yeah. not really a fan of the labels. Um, Why? I just think life is not labels. Um Mm. You're just you, basically, right? Exactly you just that. Whatever you want to do, you do. I mm. feel like we're, I might sound a bit crazy, but I feel like we're spiritual beings in a human, mm. having a very human experience, right? Mm. So in terms of spirituality, like we um, exist as infinite beings. Mm -hmm. And I think that humans have a need to kind of um, place people in boxes. Mm. And I know for myself that now at this age that I am, I realize that, you know, I don't necessarily need to put myself in a box. I can just be Jay. Yeah. And that's enough. Mm -hmm. um, but just for this conversation's sake, I would say that I'm bi-ish. <laughs> 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 Which is somewhere in between gay and bi. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I guess for me, that means that I'm attracted to males and females. But the difference would be that I am not um, out, like, looking to talk to new girls etc mm -hmm, etc mm -hmm. it's kind of more so if someone if a female approaches me or i see someone that i like and we get on then that could be a thing mm -hmm. um but other than that i guess most of my attention is with males with mm. yeah with the men do you feel like there's any yeah. reason or do you feel like you just kind of lean just you lean more into lean that preference because um, i feel like a lot of times with um bisexuality people tend to look at it like, like as 50 50 all the time and mm. i think from yeah that. i think from the bisexual friends that i have and people that i've spoken to it's more time it's never that there's mm. always kind of a way that you lean more yeah exactly that 100 um, which doesn't actually make you any less bisexual by the way yeah exactly mm -hmm. that i think that um i know young what my younger self felt um a sort of pressure to kind of attach myself to a certain um, group that mm. would have been gay right. mm. um, and kind of be part of that group and kind of um, disregard every other label because I'm part of this group. Mm -hmm. And my older self knows that like life is fluid. Yeah. So am I, my thoughts mm. and feelings can change. Mm. Um, and I feel like um, if I'm attracted to a person, then I'm attracted to a person. It's not, necessarily based upon whether they're male or female okay. yeah do you know what i mean yeah i get um, you do you feel like when we label ourselves because i've thought about this before like when i'm just like thinking about labels and how i see myself how i think of myself do you feel like labels kind of make us live into that box so like once you label yourself something you, you kind just, of live just, into that yeah. and then that kind of just consistently becomes your mm -hmm. your thing um i totally agree i feel i feel like um when you um, just accept that you're part of a particular group, you mm -hmm. kind of conform to that group and you mm -hmm. kind of don't really explore other, other sectors mm -hmm. or other yeah. labels or other places. I hope I'm making sense. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and I feel like that's not really what we should be doing. I feel like we, sh we, we come here to explore, right? So we should mm -hmm. explore everything that we feel like we want to, mm -hmm. as long mm -hmm. as we're like keeping ourselves safe, etc. and happy then. But yeah, I definitely feel like everyone should be exploring I don't feel like, you know, it should be this way or it should be that way. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, it really, um, oh gosh, here I go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me even, let me move the mic closer to you. Is it? Oh, got, is it too far? That little central, that central voice there. 
Oh gosh, what was I going to say? Um, we were talking about labels and whether you like live into them. Okay, yeah, so living into labels. Um, I feel like um, as a gay male, mm-hmm. um, so I identify as both bi-ish and gay male mm-hmm. interchangeably. I don't know if that makes sense, but it makes sense to <laughs> me. makes sense to you, that's all that matters. Um, so yeah, I feel like whilst um, my younger self would identify more with gay, I felt like it was... Um, within that group it was kind of like um, you're gay so that means that you only like men and that you can't like females at all Mm. and females um, are not nice etc etc and that's not really a narrative that fits me Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like I don't know why I just feel like people need to just do them like just do what makes you happy 100% 100% forced to accept someone else's narrative because ultimately you're a person who has your own experience, mm-hmm. your own mm-hmm. beliefs mm-hmm. and you know, that's what makes you you. So yeah. Yeah, no hundred. I think I find I always find it refreshing. Even though there are labels that I do kind of use or like class myself as, I always find it refreshing when people kind of reject them because I think in the grand scheme of things, if we can come to a place where we're a labelless society, I think everyone will actually be happier. Yeah, because they're like like you said, people feel like they need to do certain things because they're from that label. Like yeah. you're, if you're a stud, you feel like you have to, there's certain things that you have to do. Mm-hmm. If not, you're not a stud. You know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? So exactly that. If if like you said, if everything was just gone, we could just just to be just do be. what we actually want to mm-hmm. do. Yeah, I know what the, the, yeah. the boxes and the labels say we should do. Mm-hmm. Or exactly whatever. that. Oh, this is the point that I was gonna make. Mm. I feel like as um LGBTQIA plus people, mm-hmm. um we um, often come from backgrounds that don't really support our our lifestyle, et cetera, et cetera, and who we are, our identity. Mm -hmm. And I feel like um, within our community, we shouldn't really be forcing people to adopt certain roles or traits or labels. Mm -hmm. Um, We should just allow everyone to be free. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So It's true. It's true. Because it's true. Like, I think, I think regardless what, what kind of community you come from, there's always a, what they would say yeah. is is uh, normality and mm. what they would say is mm. the right and wrong way to be and the right yeah. and wrong way to live and mm-hmm. that always comes with its own set of labels you're going to be you know you're going to have this profession you're going to be this type of person you're going to be a breadwinner exactly or a mm-hmm. provider or you're going to be subservient or you're going to be so I think it's it's yeah I think it, you're right like living into just freedom is the healthiest way to go yeah, <laughs> the healthiest way <laughs> to go rather than jumping from one set of rules to another or one set of labels to another um is, is it like picking from the same box do you know what i mean like mm. at the end of the day you're just picking a different a different set of rules or exactly. a different set exactly of that. limitations that you're now going to be applied applying to your life um and i think definitely for myself mm-hmm kind of like what you said, as you get older, you kind of start to break away from the shackles yeah. that you yeah. are in. Um, so yeah. even like when you come on to see and it's like, okay, well, I'm a stud or I'm this or I'm mm. whatever. And then as you get older, you're like, actually, does that fit me? Actually, do I even like that? Yeah. Like, does that even resonate with yeah, me? Yeah, exactly that. I don't, think it, I don't think it allows you to be truly happy. Mm. Um, and don't get me wrong, being um, your authentic self and doing what you want to do because it makes you happy is mm-hmm, actually mm-hmm. extremely difficult because people will obviously 
judge you yeah. mm-hmm. um, and be like, oh, like, how dare you do something different or not do it how everyone else before us has done it. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, I just feel like that's living in a box and I really want to be free. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't come here to live in a box. Honestly, 100%, 100%. came here to be free. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As far as we're aware, there is one life. So until we know what else is on the other side, let us just be, let living. Us just be living our life. Let us yeah. just be living our best life. Yeah. Let yeah. us be living our best life. We need life. it. We deserve it. Oh, oh, ah, we deserve how much do we deserve after we still don't have our reparations? Oh, listen, wow. listen, I'm gonna live how I want to live, <laughs> respectively. I still ain't got my 40 acres and a mule. Don't tell me Stop what to it. do. Like, no, if I said 40 acres and a listen, mule, <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. Mule's a donkey, right? Yeah, yeah, listen, you never know. Donkey meat could be <laughs> nice. We don't know. We don't know. I'll use it to carry my groceries home. We don't know. <laughs> what I mean. Now the mule might be a Tesla. We don't know. With time, <laughs> yeah, you know, agreed. now the times agreed. have moved, that mule could be worth what a Tesla is now worth. Yeah. Basically, done, yeah, they've done the calculation now. I'm so happy with a Tesla. I'm Are okay you, with that. I'm okay with that. Economy, the long ones, it doesn't matter to me. Any, 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 as long any, as it can drive itself, it's fine. It. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. tell William Elon fix it up. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm really like happy to have you on because I feel like recently I've been making a lot of gay like men friends mm. <laughs> like yeah usually, like yeah. bare like I'm not even gonna lie to you like I have so many like in comparison to the friends I had five mm-hmm. years ago, like yeah. I've got so many like um, gay male friends and yeah. we always have conversations um, and about things that I never knew were a thing. Mm. And it's because because I didn't have gay male friends, it was just obviously conversations that never really happened from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will be like, oh my days, like I never thought of that or, you know, I never knew that was a thing or, right. or whatever. And it will kind of open up my eyes. So I think it would be good for us to kind of have that in the open for everyone yeah, to hear because I'm sure there's people that still don't you know may not have a lot of um, gay or bi male mates or mates that are part of the LGBTQIA um, that are men so what was your what's your background in terms of um, where your family's from my background so my mum is St. Lucian mm-hmm. um, and my dad is from Grenada Caribbean best Caribbean that's a nice mix. I can't even lie. Do you go to St. Lucia? Have you been? Um, I do, actually. I was there in 2017. Okay. I went for six weeks. Oh, wow. Um, Where, St. Lucia or Grenada? St. Lucia. Oh, man. Um, so um, I don't have the best relationship with my dad, so okay. I'm not really connected to my Grenadian oh, side, sadly. I, um, I would like to be open to it, though, and obviously visit. Mm. I feel like it's important to go back to where I came from. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, yeah. But with St. Lucia, definitely, like, St. Lucia is just me, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, like, generally, every time I go, I go for two months normally. That's a That's long, a long time. time. That is a nice break as well. It's a very long time. That is a nice break. It's a very long time. Yeah, it was... It was um, eye-opening, actually, going mm-hmm. to St. Lucia early, at a young... Sorry, at an older age. Because, mm. um, you know, now I have my own sense of self mm-hmm. and my morals and values and beliefs. And now I'm in a um, country which is quite different. Mm. Um, but it was really enjoyable, actually. I love it. I love mm. being on the beach. Um, St. Lucia for me is just like... Does it feel like home? Yeah, it's mm. home. It's, uh, do you know what I love about St. Lucia? It may sound weird, but I love that it's just vibrant and colourful. Everything has, like, vibrant colours. Mm. Yeah. 
intense. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I feel like when I come back to the UK, I just realise how blood everything great. is great. I think it's great. You're it's just weird. Including the blood clot sky. Just concrete. Yeah, you know, concrete and skyscrapers you know. everywhere. Um, but yeah, I do. I do like it actually, and I'm quite proud of myself that I went because I did have actually um, have some anxiety about going back Ooh, home to St. Lucia. Because now, like, obviously, I'm into guys, which mm-hmm. is um, still against the law in St. Lucia, mm-hmm. sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what was that like for you in terms of actually, like, what made it eye-opening when you got there? Like, how did you feel? Because I had my own experience when I went to Guyana, mm. which I've spoken about before, Yeah. Um, in terms of being, obviously, a lesbian and, like, kind of the, obviously, a, like, a visibly mass-presenting Visi- lesbian. So that was... I had a lot of anxiety about going back to Guyana mm. as well. So what was it like for you? Um, I didn't go outside. No, <laughs> stop it. For the first... <laughs> no, stop it. Three or four days. <laughs> you was like, no. Nope. I, I, I didn't go outside. The area boys will not days. get me. No, I will not I be on the, the sun tomorrow. Yeah, no. I didn't go out. I didn't go out. I suffer from um, quite bad um, social anxiety. Okay. Um I can understand certain words in Patois, in mm-hmm. Solution Patois, mm-hmm. but I can't speak it. Right. So that was another, I guess, barrier for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just stayed in my auntie's house and didn't leave. But <laughs> then <laughs> after a while, I was just like, do you know what? You came here, you paid your money. Mm-hmm. Like your granny is from here. You mm-hmm. come and just enjoy yourself because yeah. this is part Amen. of you as well. Amen. Um, so that's what I did. Um, it was good because um, certain family members were mm-hmm. quite open-minded in terms of like, my sexuality and mm-hmm. having a conversation and stuff that. like that which was amazing for me yeah okay. um it was really amazing for me um but i guess like there's some way to go um because obviously just like most caribbean islands St. Lucia is very religious mm-hmm. and right. there's very specific ways um on how men and women should behave of course etc etc so that does make it different but mm. Um, I had a really good time to be fair I had a really good time mm. um, I never had any issues mm-hmm. um, I had loads of fun it was nice um, so yeah I can't really complain at all um, yeah like it was it was it was a really really positive environment for me I'm not mm. gonna lie so I'm appreciative of that um, that's lit yeah I, I the funny thing about it um, is that I um, got told about a a gay rave that was actually based in St. Lucia. No That's what we you like. See, we love the things Everybody like that. Everybody has to low party. Key, low key. We have to party. In it. But I was too scared to go, so I didn't go. Oh, oh my God. God. I would have yeah. pulled up. Me. I didn't go. I no, but I, I do get, I, I get why, why you'd be cautious about of it. Course, Especially like, depending on who you're going with. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, even when I was in Ghana, if someone was like, oh, like, there's a gay rave, whatever, whatever, I would have to think carefully before exactly. I go. Yeah. I'd have to think exactly about not. who I'm going with. Yeah. Like, if I'm going with my, my two brothers like that. that I was with, I may think, okay, because I know that, like, they've got me, like, yeah. if, if I go yeah. with them type thing, you know, and they'll kind of be respected in a different way, two mm-hmm. big men, whatever. Um, but I would definitely have to have that second thought. And if I wasn't with anyone who I felt like could back me like yeah. like that, yeah. I would I would probably call it a day as well. It's a bit yeah. long. It's, I feel like it was just a bit too much for mm. me. Um, it was a bit it's too like, much. Let's take it me. one step at a time. Yeah, <laughs> one step at a time. We just exactly got outside. Exactly I've only just come out the house. Come out the house. We <laughs> Honestly, trying to do all that. 
I was like, nah, I can't be, I can't be doing that. Next thing they're telling your family, yeah, Jay was in the. You see that, Jay? He's in the rev down oh, the road. Exactly and that. I mean, it up don't and get me wrong, my family are cool, but it's just that, like, you know, when you just feel like you just don't want to put, it just, it just makes, it doesn't make me feel comfortable uh, being in that kind of environment. environment course, course, it just doesn't. Yeah. So for me, I was like, oh, like it's, it was nice to hear of it and know that that exists that because that's what people should have. Mm. Yes. Um, but I just was like, for me, it's not going to be something I'm going to, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to indulge in that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day when you go back, you'll be like, all right, I'm ready. You're ready. I'm Take ready. it to the next level. Put on yeah. Shots, <laughs> yeah, maybe. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so coming maybe. from like, um, obviously like a fully Caribbean background, because yeah. obviously D's background is African. Mm. Mine is half African, half um, Caribbean, but I was raised by my Caribbean side. What, what was it like for you in terms of kind of, realize like how old was you when you realized you weren't straight um yes so i would say to take the conversation into a more serious note <laughs> i would say that um for me the realization that i was attracted to males mm -hmm. wasn't necessarily something i kind of um wasn't something i kind of just dived into mm -hmm. um I was, um, whilst um, really young, I was sexually abused actually by Ooh. two of my cousins. Damn. Um, and this happened when I was really, really young. Right. Um, and I guess what I'm trying to get at is that I didn't um, have the experience of kind of like waking up mm. or being in a certain environment and then being like, oh, like this person's really attractive mm -hmm. and working through that. Mm -hmm. I was already... Um, I it, guess. Give, it gives you a weird relationship in yeah. regards to sex anyway. Exactly mm -hmm. that. Exactly mm -hmm. that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't feel bad about that um, at all. Um, mm. But it was definitely hard for me to work through because it, I guess it meant that it made it very hard for me to accept the fact that I did like guys. Right. Because mm. um, I was like, oh. Because like, then yeah. you start to think, is this actually, is it, is it actually, is this actually exactly. linked to my trauma? Am I just... Yeah. yeah. Exactly that. Mm -hmm. Exactly that. Exactly that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a blurry kind mm -hmm. of one. It's mm. hard to say a particular age. Mm -hmm. um, so... Um, when was it, do you feel that you kind of... if accepted it then like you kind of was like okay this is this is who i am or this is who i am right now um it took me a while to be fair it went mm -hmm. in stages because mm -hmm. i am um, obviously um being in a situation where um i had been sexually abused mm. um this happened twice mm. um, one of them happened and spanned over um, a couple of years mm. um I didn't really understand the whole gay concept. Right. Um, mm. Even at the time, I didn't really understand that I was number one engaging in sex and number two engaging in gay sex. Right. That kind of realisation didn't come to... Till, till after the teaching. Exactly that. knew what mm -hmm. it was. Exactly like. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess that's when all the, I guess, trauma and kind of confusion comes. and frustration and anger kind of came out. Mm -hmm. um, because ultimately, I didn't have anyone i felt like i could speak to about it mm -hmm. um so i had to obviously as most gay people do like mm -hmm. take it on my head and kind of deal with it myself with it, yeah. mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean it was it was it was 
it was hard work. I'm not gonna lie, mm. it was hard work. But I'm, I'm one thing I like about myself is that I was always willing to kind of explore, even that if that meant like, um, you know, telling a white lie <laughs> <laughs> um, and saying I'm somewhere where I'm somewhere else, going mm-hmm. to a youth group from very young. Mm-hmm. I found like a um, LGBT youth group that Aww. I used to go to, oh, which was amazing. amazing. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, even though I had quite I was in quite a lot of isolation mm-hmm. with um dealing with my sexuality, mm-hmm. um I seemed to always find spaces or people that I was comfortable enough to um speak to about mm-hmm. it, which is amazing for mm-hmm. me. Um Cuz a lot of people don't get that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's Do you know what one thing I want um I wanted to say actually is that for me now I think about it, mm. um I think people who are allies mm. um, or support mechanisms for yeah. people that are LG, LGBT, mm. QIA plus, mm. um, they need to recognize that being homophobic, um, sorry, not being homophobic is actually creating a space that someone feels comfortable in enough to tell you about their sexuality. It will mm. speak to you about certain conversations. Mm-hmm. It's not just... I'm not saying I was actually going to say it, but I'm, I'm not going to say it. No, it's not saying it's not saying that you're not going to say certain slurs. It's actually creating a supportive environment for that person. And yeah. I feel like that's the part of um, the topic that a lot of people miss out because ultimately, mm-hmm. um, I know for myself, I was around a lot of people that necessarily didn't display homophobic tendencies, but in, in the my obvious mind, way, exactly. But, mm-hmm. but um, because they would never. Be, it's like saying, sh- oh, I'm not racist because I don't say the N-word. That yeah. doesn't mean you're that, not racist. Exactly that, that just that. means just you don't say, say the N-word. N-word. Exactly that. Exactly <laughs> that. Exactly that. So, um, yeah, for people who, you know, may be aware of people that may be going through it and mm. know that they can be a, support, a supportive mechanism, like... Deal with yourself. Yeah, find a mm. way to, like, create an, a, a positive environment for mm. that person because a lot of gay people need it because it's difficult. It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, especially coming from a culture where being gay is not accepted, especially if you're mm-hmm. a guy. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah. Oh yes. That's another level. Like it's even because like we. Ke- I, I think we've had conversations where it's like, or even me just thinking to myself, I'm thinking like, if I was a guy and you know I was wanted to come out or whatever, it'd be what a, would it, your story be? The like? story would be completely different. The story would like, be different. I feel like guys and kudos to you. Lot, you lot actually go through a lot because mm-hmm. lesbians kind of like water down a little bit because. <laughs> Everyone has this fantasy of threesomes and whatever else. It, it, it pert- we pertain somewhat yeah. to the male gaze. Right. And obviously the male gaze is what mm. decides the status quo and what runs, exactly. Exactly. what they exactly. say runs the world. So because we, I would say more feminine presenting, but because we in some essence pertain to the male gaze, mm. there's an acceptance with um, lesbians, there's right. an acceptance with women being yeah. attracted to women mm-hmm. that men don't get the privilege of. Mm-hmm. Exactly um, it's kind of it's kind of like the lesser evil. Right. You know right. what I mean? It's like okay, you're gay, but you're a girl, you're so it's a, fine. Yeah, girl, so Do you know what I mean? Exactly um, and it, we we kind of get this whole oh, it's a phase. Mm. We're allowed to experiment. We're allowed to like people for us. It will be like oh yeah, maybe she's just going through something. Yeah. Yeah. But with men, yeah. it's like oh, you kiss the guy once, you're gay. That's yeah. it now. <laughs> you are gay. You're labelled as gay forever, and this is what this, this is what we think of you, and this is where we decide you fit. Um, so yeah, it's I, I I imagine it must be so much more difficult in a sense of just your journey. Just your journey. journey. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. You made me think of something actually. Um, I feel like now within society, I feel like women are allowed to kind of express themselves and um, mm. 
what's the word, um, explore mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, in terms of sexuality. Mm -hmm. um, and men are not. And I believe that the reason why men have an issue with that is because they feel like it's an attack against their masculine self. Right. Yep. 100%. Um, 100%. You know mm -hmm. 100%. And it's crazy because going off of that is like, you know, people, there's a lot of like DL guys. Do you exactly. know what I'm trying to say? So, and we hear a lot of stories, you see a lot of things about, you know, the average guy, you know, and, and it's, you could be walking down the road and he could be, you know, like guys, but because it's such a taboo and he doesn't want to, mm -hmm. oh, it's this, it's that. Mm -hmm. But on the low, he's, he's exploring with guys and he's, you know, he's enjoying it, but he, yeah. but he's killing himself because he can't mm -hmm. be his true self, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's actually, it's actually like, it's dangerous. It's a, da very, it's, a da very it's a dangerous, um, it's a it's a dangerous thing that this society has created mm. where men aren't allowed to express Explore. themselves in loads of different ways, not even just in sexuality, just in an in emotional sense, in right. all kinds of senses. But I think the fact that um, society says men can't be fluid and men mm. can't experiment is is just really damaging. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, because yeah. where I feel like when we, as we grow, like from kids, you know, you go through all kinds of emotions, right. you go through all kinds of attractions, you go through all kinds of thoughts and feelings. Mm -hmm. And I think with men not being able to, uh, you know, or society saying men shouldn't be able to express that or not mm. providing the spaces for men's to, men to express that or experiment in that way, yeah. it can create really toxic people. Yeah. Um, and then when they do finally accept it or when they do, you know, decide to live into their truth, Sometimes the damage that has been done from living, you know, within those confinements and from, you know, going through life in that way is is kind of already done. Mm. And then they're they're going backwards in terms of trying to unpick all of the traumatic exactly yeah, experiences exactly or traumatic exactly emotions that, you know, them just being who they are has led to. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, which I think is just mad because even when I think about you know, I've had have had conversations with different men, straight men in my life, um, and like really open conversations when it comes to sexuality, which I'm I'm lucky to have. You know, men in my life that I can have conversations like that with, but yeah. really open conversations where it's like, mm. have you ever thought you may be gay? Like, have you ever thought you may be attracted like to attracted to a man? Or and there's been times where men have been like, genuinely, at one point, I was really like, I was really attracted to men, and it scared me. Mm. And the fact it scares people is because what society has built yeah. is that yeah, it's such exactly a, a, bad a bad thing. thing. Yeah. Like, oh my God, if I'm attracted to a man, does this make me gay? Oh my God, do, does this mean I want to have sex with him? Does this mean, what does this mean? Like, and it's like, whoa, like it's, we don't need to, it doesn't yeah. need to be that. Do you it know what I mean? It doesn't, it really doesn't. And uh, to be fair, in my view, at this point in time in my life, I feel like majority of men are, not 100% straight. Let's yeah. just say that. I don't think anyone... I feel like there's probably... I feel like, you know what it is, yeah? I feel like everybody on this God's green earth has the potential. Has the potential. I agree and with it's that. crazy because, like, you know, that. certain people that I've speak, I speak to, like, girls, it doesn't even matter, like, what age you decide to explore. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, the conversations that I have will be, like, you know, somebody that I'll meet who's, like, I'm, just the, I'm the first girl she's talking to. she would be like, oh, like... I've had the thoughts, but I've never had the chance to explore. Yeah. And it's like, I'm a bit scared. to. I'm thinking at the end of the day, it's crazy that a lot of people want to explore and have and these thoughts, mm -hmm. but not everybody acts on it. Mm -hmm. Not everybody acts on it. And that's the thing. So it goes like both ways, really. Yeah, and it it's just like with girls, like you said, it's a bit more, you know, Accepted. it's acceptable. Yeah. And they can, you can, they can have their little, you know, hair and there. Their face. Their little face, yeah. like you say. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but 
it's cr- like you be you'll be surprised the amount of guys that we know or have had conversations with that. Yeah. Like ran- like yeah. this is this is gonna sound so random, but I'll I'll never forget when um you know the singer Tank yeah. when he went on the yeah. Breakfast Club and he said something about like a, a man like giving head once or something right. and like how does that make him gay like how I does think, that make him gay I think I did huh? or something actually. like that it, yeah. it was years ago mm-hmm. and it w- it became a whole topic and people was like no if you give head once you're gay da, da, da. they're yeah. like what's he talking about that's sus blah blah mm-hmm. and i was thinking this is mad because look at the the society that we live in like you can't as a man you can't experiment sexually without people slapping a label, a label on, you on you for life away. yeah like, like yeah. there's so many women that have like I've got exes that once once would have said they were lesbian, fully lesbian. Yep. I don't like guys. Da, 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 mm. da. Now they only date men. Yep. So it's like women are allowed to to do this thing where like, okay, today I'm a lesbian, tomorrow I'm not sure. Today I'm a lesbian, tomorrow I'm not. Today I'm a lesbian, next year I'm not. Guys, you have one experience with a guy, you're gay. Mm. <laughs> it's like, huh? Yeah, it's like, wild. It's wild. I don't really... I don't really. I mean, I get why it's the case, but mm. I just feel like it's a bit pointless because I mean, we're fluid. I just really believe that we're fluid people. Like mm-hmm. we're not yeah, just 100%, 100%. set. Our experiences, our thoughts and feelings, mm. morals, values, all um, um, affect how we view attraction and what mm-hmm. we're attracted to, yeah. and that can change from day to day. If mm-hmm. that's it, can change from day to day. I mm-hmm. feel like we as LGBT community, we the we're the brave ones. We're the ones yeah. who said. Fuck that! Exactly. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to be miserable. I ain't yeah. trying to yeah, do exactly. all that. So we actually like with chess, just say I'm exploring this and I like it and this and that. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it can change. One day you're feeling this person. One day you can. You can be. It's, it's life. Yeah. Is, life. Life, life is like we know some, uh, some 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 lesbians, for example, like you know masculine presenting lesbians who've mm-hmm. gone on to marry guys. Yeah. Oh, like, okay. Or who are still I- attracted to, to men. Yeah. There are mass presenting women yeah, that still like men. Like mm. men and still like doing that, and it's not like. And there's nothing wrong, nothing with, wrong that. with that, you know. So yeah, no, there isn't. I wish like people would have more, like more of this conversation and stop with the facade because, mm. like, especially when you're young and you go to like gay clubs, you start to absorb certain narratives or understandings. That's mm. really not the truth. Yeah. It's really not the truth at all. Speak on it. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think it's just damaging. Like people just need to do what makes them happy and just done with it. Did you ever um, quote unquote come out? Like officially or unofficially? Yes, I did actually. Um, so I came out when I was eighteen, okay. I believe. Um, and it wasn't the most positive conversation mm-hmm. I had. Um, I came out to my mum. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't. I guess not to slander my mum. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 no. Just speak your th- truth. It's yeah, fine. It's not mum, mummy slander. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. From our co- coming from our culture, coming from our family, coming from you know our history, mm. um, I guess it was something that she wasn't sure how to deal with or mm-hmm. wasn't sure how to offer that emotional um, support or comfort mm-hmm. to me in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it wasn't a positive situation. Mm. Um, in my mind, I hope that it would be. I hope that it would be like. In my mind, what I would have loved is, oh, it's cool. Like, yeah, I still love you. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's not really important what you like or what you don't like. I mm-hmm. still love you. You're my son, mm-hmm. etc. Cetera, et cetera. That's what I needed in the moment. But mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that my mum was able to um, offer that, and had that mm-hmm. had quite a negative impact on my um, my. I guess my self worth and my self 
um, value. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that was the same moment where I disclosed that I had been sexually abused. Right. Um, so it was two in one, and mm-hmm. I just felt like it, um, I wasn't really supported, supported in, in the way mm-hmm. that I needed to. So I guess I had to go and figure it out for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sent me down a lot of weird um, paths mm-hmm. um, in terms of looking for a certain type of love and validation and validation mm-hmm. outside and you know deciding i'm gonna start going to gay clubs <laughs> from the age of 14 <laughs> when i should have been sleeping right um and you know like because you had the height so you was like fuck it don't think i'm 18 yeah, exactly <laughs> i feel like the gay scene is amazing of course it is mm-hmm. um but i feel like it's somewhere that people need to be ready for in in my opinion i'll okay. just say in my opinion i feel that the gay scene um you need to have a certain mm. understanding of self right. before mm. you go into that environment mm. because you can get roped into like the petty behavior yeah. the yeah. beef yeah. the, oh, the, the drama, drama and i feel like if you actually know who you are and you're confident mm-hmm. with who you are mm-hmm. then it's very easy to it's very easy to see that from afar and be like, okay, this is not really me, and this yeah. is not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what I believe in. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna stay clear of that. Right. Me and my tool self at 14. Don't get me wrong, I have no regrets in it. Like mm-hmm. every every path that I've gone down, every experience that I've had, there's a lesson that I've learned in that yeah. moment. Um, so that I'm, for that I'm thankful for, right? But I think that for me, like it it would have done me a world of good to actually know who I was before mm-hmm. I. Um, went into went a into specific um, environment and then tried to adapt to the environment mm-hmm. and then was still working on who I was. I didn't actually know who I was really at the time. Mm-hmm. Still dealing with my traumas and how to make sense of it. Um, so, yeah. It's so you would have told your younger self, like, chill out. Yeah, I would have said, what would I, would, what would I say to my younger self? I would have said to my younger self, like, Number one, you're enough because I went through a lot of years of my life not mm-hmm. believing that I was. Amen. So I would say that I was enough. Amen. Number nice. two, I would have said I would say that um it sounds very cliche, but ultimately it's the truth that which is that you have to um have a certain love for yourself mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you have to see the light in yourself before you go and seek that light. Um, in any other place outside yourself like the fight that you are fighting in this world is an internal one Mm -hmm. and once you have mastered your internal Mm -hmm. then do you know what I mean the Mm -hmm. external comes so much easier Um, Mm -hmm. and for me for whatever reason like it just took me a while not that I'm trying to cuss myself (laughs) Um, but yeah it took me it took me a while to really be comfortable within my own skin mm-hmm. and notice what I bring to the table Amen. and like the qualities that I have what I bring to the table what I need to work on it took me a while to kind of analyze that mm-hmm. and I tra- um I guess like at those times I would have attracted a lot of people that didn't really serve my higher self mm-hmm. um so I wasn't really growing in the way that I need to but I've got to say that I did have um very particular friends that did support me mm-hmm. um along the journey because yeah there mm-hmm. was definitely times where i was really down mm-hmm. i wasn't speak to, speaking to my family and mm-hmm. i just needed someone to be there mm-hmm. and i do have a very special person i'm not going to say the name but mm-hmm. they will know who they are in particular mm-hmm. that really supported me through a lot of um things that happened in my life yeah. mm-hmm. um so yeah, I, I am very grateful for that. But I guess um, 
that, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think that we should all be striving to be positive 100%. lights mm-hmm. in each other's life. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like with the LGBT community, we go through so much and it seems like sometimes the gay community is where we express and release those emotions mm-hmm. and feelings. And I feel like we need to um, be a bit more of a supporting role for other people within that environment because ultimately we all going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's what we need at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Also, especially amongst um, those of ethnic minorities. I hate that term, <laughs> but let's just mm-hmm. use it. Um, like we have an added co- kind of struggle yeah. Um, because ultimately- Not to do the oppression Olympics, but yeah, we have, we have yeah, it worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we have a lot of things to contend with that other people who are not, don't. Um, mm-hmm. they don't really have to interact with that, 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 um, mm. That issue, that, that topics, added, the, the, the added pressure, pressure stress, stress, the added yeah. added, that, that mm. everything that comes with it, essentially. Yeah, because ultimately, I mean, the 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 the, the community, the LGBTQIA community, mm. is, um, in my view, not really for. It's not really made with. Um, ethnic minorities in mind. It's divided. Mm. Exactly. There's definitely. There's, I would agree. I 100%, think there's, there's the, definitely the, a strong divide the, between the, 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 the white LGBTQIA exactly community and, and everybody else. The experience is very, <laughs> very exactly different. You there's know, there's a there's a so, strong divide yeah. in, in that. Um, even like just like from me going Soho mm. like recently, um, it's c- it's clear as day. Like mm. you go into them bars in Soho, and I'm like what the hell yeah. are you lot listening to yeah. and I'm looking at everyone and I'm like I know you lot don't even like this music like what yep. like, and then you'll go to the DJ and they'll be like yeah they don't actually want us to play black music and I'm like but you're black so why are you here yep. like why are you letting them tell you as a black person that you're what, not allowed to play, allowed black, to play music black music in, in Soho it, it's, it's, it's a shame and I think um, trying to go back um, a bit in what you were saying, like about knowing yourself. I think before you step onto to scene or you know start um, running in those circles, I mm. think you're kind of right. I think it is important, um, or to at least have a tribe already if yep. you can, right. um, because I I definitely feel like for me, I'm luckier because I'm so kind of strong willed and um, have. I'm one of the lucky ones that have a family that's quite open and I can have certain conversations mm. with um, and that can kind of bring me back down like if, if I'm you know moving mad or whatever. But I think, like you said, you go into these um, environments and you start to assimilate to whatever exactly. you're around. Mm. You start mm-hmm. to assimilate to whatever you feel is closest to you, even yeah. if that's nothing like what you are. You're like, okay, well, that looks most like me. Okay, I'm, so, I'm yeah, that. I'm going to go with that. I'm, I'm going to go with that and whatever they're doing. Whatever they're doing, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to pretend. I'm going to do what they're doing. I'm going to pretend like that's me. And when we're just really gonna not. fake it, yeah, fake, fake it till you make it. it, and then eventually, like you look at your life and you're like, "Rah, I've been faking it for how long now? How long? I've been pretending I'm one of these people. I've been acting like this. I've been doing that, and none of these things serve me, and none exactly. of these things feel like who I am. So I think you're definitely right in, um, 100%. like saying, you know, bef- before you really step into that that world, mm-hmm. think about, you know." 
who you are first. Yep. Um, yep. Because it's true. And I feel like people probably all now are still living in those simulations that they that they just went into because you know they was on scene and that was their group of friends that they ended up being friends with and mm. this is you know what they said you were in terms of labels and you know this yeah. is this is how everyone was acting so now you're just so used to acting this way and you look up and you don't even realize that in your heart that's not really who you are yeah. you're just stuck exactly you know exactly uh, uh, from from habit you're just stuck in that now um and i think i'm uh, you know luckily for us at the, at this table and for me and my friends, we've always, how well, not even always, but how we've grown, and I think how we've grown with each other, mm. we're able to unpick those things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, we have the support system to be allowed to do that. Yeah. Because, like, for example, yeah. if we were toxic or if we, like, had toxic friends, it would be d- more difficult for me to say, well, actually, that I don't think I'm like that or mm. actually I'm not yeah. going to act like this exactly anymore that. or that doesn't serve me or I don't actually agree with that because you may have your toxic friend there like what what are you talking about you can't be a stud if you do this you can't be mass presenting mm. if you wear that you can't exactly. be blah blah, blah yep, if you do yep, this yep, like exactly. huh your girl done what to you that exactly. huh? <laughs> like, what you, you do what in the bedroom uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. nah that's that can never that's be gay me. That's like what never be like me, what are you yeah. talking about exactly. like exactly that you don't need that exactly. right so that. i think yeah it's, it's true like as much as seeing is um a beautiful thing in terms of acceptance and being around people that look like you and you know, have, do share some kind of commonalities. There's also that side where it's like, be wary of yeah, yeah, falling be into, you know, yeah. falling into other people's behaviours and yeah. falling into, you know, some things that may not necessarily be for you. So, yeah, I think that's that's a that's a big one. Um, sorry to interrupt. No, go I was going to say, it's weird because, like, everything in the gay community seems to be so segregated mm-hmm. and... I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is, but everything seems to be so segregated. Like it's like um, lesbians go to like a specific place, yep. gay mm-hmm. people yep. go to a specific yep. place. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's raves where it's majority Indian, Indian yeah. and yeah. only Indian people yeah. will go there. You know when you go to Scala and you go into that room at the top and you're like, yeah. oh shit, the Bangra room. You're like, oh, I didn't know this existed. Like you just fall yeah. into there and then you're like, oh my God, am I not exactly. meant to be in here? Yeah. Why is everyone looking at me? Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately I would like to, I mean, I know why there is a lot of separation, mm-hmm. but I think that we shouldn't be separated. What we should be doing is accommodating each other more. That makes mm-hmm. more sense to me. Um, even with the fact that we have um, normal pride and black pride yep. on two different days. Yep. Yep. I think yep. that we shouldn't have, obviously I, I'm, I'm aware of the reasons why, why? we have a separate of pride, course, but we should be incorporated into the main day of pride. Like mm-hmm. that's what should happen. 100%. And do you know what I mean? Like I just don't really, I don't really understand why it's like this. Um, and I think that moving forward, it would be nice to see like a change where like everyone just feels included. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because ultimately, most of us have uh, have families that are not really supportive. Mm-hmm. We have to go through that struggle. Then we go out into the world and people are homophobic. And mm-hmm. then now we're going to have a gay scene, which is secluded. Like that doesn't yep. make sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that also, so another thing I wanted to address is that for black males, um, being just being black males being a black male um you also have to understand that there's a lot a lot of um sorry 
sexual fetishes that are going on, mm-hmm. which means that certain types of people are attracted to you for a specific because, reason. Exactly, mm-hmm. because they believe you've got the BBC. Right, ah! um, not the BBC. Respectfully, yeah. respectfully, no, it's true. Um, and yeah. yeah, like I mean, <laughs> to be totally honest, um, to be totally honest, mm. my younger self would hear certain things mm. or hear passing comments mm-hmm. and and take that as oh yeah because you know take it as me. validation like yeah, oh yeah like, I'm, I got that I'm yeah, one of those be yeah. acting yeah. like it's an amazing thing yeah. and um, then later I realised like no it's not like people are just, reducing you to your exactly that's it your body. Like, they're like, they're saying that's like you're not they're not looking at you at the bigger picture it's like that they're reducing you exactly it's like yeah you can exactly I want you for that that's it yeah like it as you know, you have to dive into self, like, mm. um, and just educate yourself, and then you see how, like, certain things that people say or do, like, mm. it's just, it's just a bit wild. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that's definitely something that people also need to now, mm. um, analyze, yeah. and work through, which is, it's a lot, it's a lot of work, but um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, um. Going off the back of the act slightly, I got yeah. a question from Dom, and she wanted to ask you, yeah. what does masculinity mean to you? What? <laughs> what does masculinity mean to me? Wow. Um, Dom coming with the deep question from deeps. afar. You know, <laughs> threw, threw that one in. <laughs> for me, I would say, mm, it's hard. It's, it's really difficult for me to say what masculinity is. Because mm. I, I know it exists in so many forms. Right. Yep. And who is to decide what it is? Exactly, exactly that. It's and so ultimately, tricky. it's about an energy. It's not mm. about a gender or ju- an anything action. like that. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's actually about energy. Mm. And that energy can take many forms. Mm. It, so, um, yeah, like, I'm, I'm not too sure how to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too sure how to answer. Um, I, hear, I hear you, though, because I think, like, that's, that's something that I think about as well, like, in terms of what is feminine what is masculine mm. like i know that i feel both yeah, but often i'm like okay but what makes me masculine besides these clothes what what is it that i'm feeling and usually it's not descriptive i can't put it into words it's like if you look it up in the dictionary okay it may say xyz but who decided that that mm. is what, what, masculinity what masculinity is, is. exactly that and we're looking for a very Eurocentric view of mm. masculine and feminine. Because mm. um, I know that within African spirituality, like the masculine and feminine energy um, um, is a part of all beings, whether mm-hmm. they're male or female. Mm-hmm. Like people are meant to consist of both energies, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. they're meant to operate in balance. Makes sense. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really difficult because... Um, does a guy wearing makeup mean that he's not masculine? Like, yeah, like, exactly. I don't know. Exactly that. Um, that's a that's a good that's a yeah. It's 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 ugh, yeah. That's like such a. It's one of those things where you can't talk about it because it's just so difficult to um to, to, like, express, to unpick. Right? Like, there's yeah. so many layers to it, and it can go down so many different convers. It it can turn into so many different conversations. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I think a lot of our actions and even the way we behave are based on how people assume us to be, you know, whether they assume you to be feminine or whether they assume you to be more masculine and they treat you in a certain way, they react to you in a certain way, but it's like, okay, what are you basing that on? What are you basing my femininity on? What are you basing my masculinity on? Um, And even when you come out on scene, 
for us, like as mass presenting women, it was like, okay, you dress like this, so you're masculine, and this is what you have to do because these are the masculine characteristics. This is how you have to act because mm. these are. And it's like, okay, hold on, who said that? Who decided who that? Said like, that? what? Yeah. What are we? What are we saying here? Um, and I think also like from this is from what I see um, when it comes to gay men or you know LGBTQ plus men. I feel like it can be damaging as well. Like that, those labels of, oh, you know, he's, he's a femboy or he's mm. this, mm. or, you know, he's a trade or he's a whatever, whatever. And I'm like, what is that saying about that person? Like, what are we attaching to right. these, these things? Exactly. Um, exactly. And then what does that mean for how people treat them when they go into the world? Cause mm. it's like, I've got male friends that are, you people would quote unquote say they're really feminine. I've got male friends who people may, you know, say is really masculine, but it's like, I know that when you go into certain spaces and people label you in that way, it mm. then comes with, you know, other events, yeah. you know, it comes with other reactions. It comes with other expectations of you mm -hmm. based on how people assume you to be. Do you feel like, how do you think, how do people assume you to be? Um, it depends who you ask, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hmm, how's your people? I mean, okay, so if I'm in a rave and I'm dancing, then mm. people naturally assume that I'm extra femme. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're giving it, it down. Giving it, giving it, it exactly mm. Winding on time and all of that. Mm -hmm. Jeez. Um, so yeah, from that perspective, a lot of people would view me as femme bottom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Respectfully. Um, but I guess my nature, I'm just like, I'm just me. Like, I don't feel like I'm one or the other like maybe at one point with a certain friend i'll be more femme and with mm -hmm. another i'll be more masculine mm. but um yeah i guess i guess i'm masculine presenting okay yeah i guess <laughs> i'm never really sure to be fair i actually have this conversation with friends um i have had this conversation with friends a lot of times I'm like oh like am i really femme and they're like mm, no but Maybe if I saw you, Trust I wouldn't think anything. But if I spoke to you, then I would, et cetera, et cetera, oh, et cetera, that right. kind of thing. Um, but it's a lot. To be fair, I had a very um, hard time um, dealing with the whole masculine, feminine thing within myself because mm -hmm. I felt like the more femme um, I appear to be, um, the more ostracized that I am mm -hmm. or will be mm -hmm. or the more negative attention I receive. Mm -hmm. And to be fair that has been the case at times. Mm -hmm. I mean, luckily for me, I'm tall, so people don't really try me. Respectfully. Respectfully. Yeah, I, I know. I, I see the difference. But I, def I mean, obviously, I see the difference between when I'm wearing my hoodie up mm -hmm. and when I'm wearing, like, short shorts. Mm -hmm. Like, just mm -hmm. that alone or just... Um, Have you had to, like, deal with situations where people step to you in a certain way or... Even like, because I've know I've been in situations where people aren't being directly homophobic to me, mm -hmm. but they know that I'm there mm. and they're saying certain things. Like knowing that I'm, you know, when people are indirectly yeah. trying to offend you, and it's like you know I'm in the room, or you know I've just walked into this shop, and all of a sudden this is a conversation. Like, conversation have you ever been in situations like that? Yeah, sadly, I've been in loads of situations where men have felt the need to, straight men um, mm. generally have felt the need to act a certain way around mm -hmm. me. I tend to not rise. Um, it never really seems to get f um, to like a physical place, thankfully. Mm. Um, I'm sure I can protect myself. Mm. I mean, I know I can protect myself. Word. Um, Word. But 
I mean, ultimately, do I want to be out here fighting? No. No. And do I want to be fighting with people that are clearly small-minded? Because obviously, in my mind, if you like, if you're attracted to women, then you should be in a party concentrating on what girls you like or right. who you want to yep. talk to right. or whether you want to like offer right. a woman a drink or something yeah. like that. Why are you focusing on me? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not into me, What's why are problem? you giving me your energy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that in itself to me is a bit suspect because mm-hmm. I know that yep. within my life, like if I'm um, not into something, I don't pay attention. If you yeah. don't concern me, you don't concern me. Exactly. I'm facing, <laughs> my I'm facing what concerns me, which is the bunda. It. That's it. Exactly. Me. So when now you, you, you're in, like I've been in situations where like I've walked past and someone's like, said the BM word. Mm. Right. Um, Cause I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> um, I'm just like, ultimately you could have, did anything at that moment in time where mm-hmm. you, you chose to pinpoint me mm-hmm. and call me a certain word. Mm-hmm. And in order for you to even say that word, you have to think about it mm-hmm. and yeah. think about what that word means. Mm-hmm. So what is it that you're really trying to say and do? Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is really annoying, mm-hmm. but I feel like for me, like I have a big exterior. Mm-hmm. Um, I can protect myself. Um, and like from the moment I see someone moving... Um, like <laughs> anti or weird around mm-hmm. me like my guard goes up completely mm-hmm. yeah. which is sad really because ultimately I just want to be free this and have my yeah, fun yeah. and just exist free. I just want to go down the road in peace you know what I, mean? <laughs> I just want to get my groceries in peace I just like to cut my hair in peace and I noticed that like I feel like the more femme you are the more the more guys will chirps you and try you no. Mm. Um, based on the conversation I've had with friends, definitely I would say that the more femme you are, the more attention you will get from guys yeah. who generally will identify as straight. Yeah. And the more people would try and make it a big a thing issue. to make you uncomfortable mm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just at this point, I'm just like, like can't, can't I just walk past? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Can't I just like, go about your, my business? What's your own? What's your actual own? I think it's. It's weird how much um, how much energy people put into things that aren't harming them or exactly troubling them in that any, is always in exactly. any mind way. blowing. Like um, exactly. it's not bothering you in any way, but you want to make a comment. It's not harming you. Wanna, you you want to just chat nonsense. And I think it's right. all this thing around. It all stems from one fear, mm. um, and two people being afraid to express themselves. I feel like a lot of times when people are homophobic and when people are throwing words and doing the most it's like there's something in you that either is envious because I'm I'm living my truth or you're just genuinely fearful for some weird reason like I was in the barbershop um like a couple weeks ago and a conversation started because it was just after the BET awards um and you know obviously Lil Nas lips the guy on stage whatever so then the whole of flipping social media I had a fit and break broke down about it so anyway i'm in the barbershop and these guys um in the barbershop start talking about it and i'm just trying to ignore myself and get my trim Mm. (laughs) because i'm thinking if i open my mouth i'm gonna be in here forever because you lot don't have the you don't have the the capacity to have this conversation so i'm literally just facing my front Mm. getting my trim and ignoring and at even one point i think i was even tapping my foot because i was thinking courtney just close your your mouth close your mouth just close your mouth (laughs) these people they will not learn anything close your mouth um, and then I got drawn out and someone was like, oh, Courtney, what do you think? And I was thinking, uh, so I was just like, 
uh, at the end of the day, because I think some people were saying like, oh, you know, he, it doesn't seem genuine, these things he does, and he's just doing it for attention, and da da da, da and he's just trying to wind us up, and but why does he have to do it, da 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 And I was like, to be fair with you, like, if he looks the woman, like, there wouldn't be any uproar. No, no, but people would still be talking about it, and da 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 I was like, yeah, people would talk about it, but not in a necessarily negative, negative way. way. It would yeah. be something to talk about, because it would be like, oh, saucy, he lips the girl as he was performing, blah, blah, blah. But no one would have all this negative stuff to say. I was like, he's doing it on purpose, of course. It's a performance. Everything you do on that stage is on purpose. It's been rehearsed. It's been done for a reason. Um, I said, but what you have to understand is, regardless of the reasons why um, he's done it, there's a little, you know, gay boy or bi boy or a boy who doesn't know what he is and just knows that he's attracted to men who's potentially seen that and feels better about who he is. And I was like, so everything you guys are saying is neither here nor there because one, are you now gay that you've seen it? No. <laughs> okay. And two, there are gay boy, little gay boys at home that will feel better about who they are because that has happened, you know? Mm, yeah. it, it, every I said, you lot see this and you think, oh, gay people are just running wild and they're just able <laughs> yeah. to do whatever they want. But what they don't see is that we have to open our phones for the next month and just see abuse, 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 homophobia, 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 because yep. he wanted to kiss a guy on stage. Yeah. So you lot think that this is all la-la land and we're just here lipsing up on TV to rile you lot up and turn your kids gay when actually we're just trying to live. I was like, you guys, like, at the end of the day, when you're gay, society tells us we have to be gay in very specific ways. Mm. You know, you're allowed to be gay in this context. You're mm. allowed to be gay like this. You're allowed to be gay behind closed doors. You're allowed to be gay as long as you tick one of these boxes. You can be either feminine gay, masculine gay. Mm. You can be this, that, da, 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 da. You can be a top, you can be a bottom. These are what you can do mm. within the gay spectrum. Yeah. But all of it, do it behind closed doors. We don't want to see, we don't want to hear about it. Pride mm. month, come out, wave your flag. Go, go back home. underground. Go back go back on your underground. Go back to Vauxhall and Soho and leave <laughs> us alone. Mm. And I feel like what Lil Nas is doing, um, regardless whether people like it or not, is saying, I'm going to be gay however I want to be in front of your eyes and you cannot stop me. Mm. So you can cry as much as you like. You can bang. <laughs> you can do whatever you like. But I'm going to be gay in your faces. All of this oh, you can be gay, but I don't want to see it. You can be gay, but, you know, not in front of me or I don't want to see PDA or blah, blah, blah. We've been watching men and women lips all since our lives. Exactly kids. No, but there's no uproar. Exactly oh. Bro, since we were kids, exactly we was watching that. fucking bear sex scenes, now, nah? Or am I bugging? Bear. We've been watching Come straight on, people lips since bear. we were... Before we could say lips, we've been watching straight people kiss on TV, on this, on that. Mm. No one said Pim. Now gay people are kissing on TV. Everyone mm. is running for the hills. Everyone is scared. Oh, gay agenda, blah, blah, blah. What are you talking about? Do you know what, yeah? i got to say that that particular moment really made me angry. Why? <laughs> made me so angry. I even wanted to come and argue with people on Instagram. Oh, gosh. Which is something I never do because so social media war is just the, the weirdest. Um, mm. But ultimately, um, I just think that Number one, black people are gay, some of them, and they're allowed to be, and that's fine. It doesn't mean they're lesser. Mm. It's cool. They are allowed to live their life how they want, and mm. no one else has the power mm. or authority to tell you mm -hmm. or anyone else mm -hmm. how you should live your life. Mm -hmm. If you're not into something that someone's doing, remove yourself from the situation. Honestly. Mm. But ultimately, what I don't get 
is that people are now using the whole kiss to talk about how this agenda, which is weird to me. Number one, let's start from the let's start from the top. Number one, BET is not owned by anyone black. Number one, it's not owned by black people. Respectfully. Number two, if you look at all the different um, array of acts that were going on, mm. ultimately the majority of them are not empowering anyone or uplifting anyone. anyone. Mm-hmm. So, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are vulgar. It's mm-hmm. not only... I'm not that um, little Nas X kissing is vulgar. My point is it's just that everything is explicit and out there. Mm-hmm. So, do you know what I mean? Like, Honestly. I feel like... Um, do you have no problem with your kids seeing city girls shaking their niash up and exactly down? That. These people doing this, exactly wearing that. see-through something, this, that, this, mm-hmm. that. That is all perfectly fine. But don't let Lil Nas kiss nobody on exactly stage. I feel like I feel like people need to, this is specifically to the black community. Mm. I feel like people need to be aware that yes, we are LGBTQIA plus. Uh-huh. Um, but ultimately that movement is not for us in mind. Mm-hmm. The people that have the authority in that movement are mm-hmm. white. Um, gay men mm-hmm. and everyone else in that community is lesser mm-hmm. which is why we have many um, occasions where we have to deal with racism or discrimination within that community too mm-hmm. um, so I think that people need to um, keep that in mind mm-hmm. when they um, talk about certain things or certain views or that oh this is a children's program and whatever whatever I mean if you're if it's okay for your kids to be listening to the other tracks um that were part of BET, then What's I the don't problem? see why Little Nas X is a problem. Do you know what I mean? Like Your kids pe- have been watching straight... And I saw a post, actually, I think it was today, and it said, mm-hmm. um, you know, straight is the sexual orientation. So all of this conversation about kids are too young to understand sexual orientation or right. to see, yes. you know, sexuality or blah, blah, blah. Straight is also a sexuality. I don't exactly. know if you lot thought this was just the basis just or what, it was just some anomaly. Straight <laughs> is a sexual orientation. <laughs> so if your kids can understand straight people, they if can your kids understand. can see straight people kissing, and if your kids can see all of this, then why is any other sexual orientation any or right? any other sexuality or any other gender so confusing mm. suddenly for them? And like even in a barbershop when I was having this conversation, you know, these are, uh, you know, talking about, ah, oh, well, you know, uh, they're taking they start talking about LGBT in school and they're like you know they're taking the rights away from me as a parent I should be able to decide when my child learns and then I should be able to decide this that this that and I'm like mm, but it's not really taking away your right as a parent because how do you know that your kid's not going to naturally discover these things anyway mm. I said I think as parents it's actually better for you to teach your kid as much as you can as young as you can because ignorance is not bliss Mm. when you are growing up and speaking for myself you fall into a lot of dangerous and traumatic situations Mm -hmm. when you don't know things and when you don't understand things and when people don't have those conversations and then you get older and you're like oh my days that was fucking trauma or that was abuse or that was blah blah blah. but because no one ever had that conversation with me you didn't know i don't know you know and then people are there talking oh 
my kid's too young to learn and my kid's too young to know. You don't know what's happening when your kid goes to school. And if you don't ever talk to them or you don't know what's happening when your kid's playing out Mm -hmm. or when play date, sleepover, whatever it might be. And if you don't have those conversations with them, guess what? Your kid's never going to understand how to come to you and say certain things to you because they're not going to have the understanding Mm. to even open that conversation because you're just not talking to them about it. So when they just fall into it or when, for example, they, you know, I was like, how do you know that like your kid may not have a friend who's got a transgender sister or who's got a lesbian brother, a lesbian sister or a gay brother or something. And they just meet them and it Mm. becomes a thing. And they're now learning it through the perspective of someone else, you know, rightfully or wrongfully you doing this whole, it's my decision and I should teach my kids when, and I should be the one that blah, blah, blah. Life doesn't work like that. And, Regardless, it, everybody like has. Do you know what makes me more angry about this 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 topic here? Not to rant, but you, the people that say this, guaranteed you don't know ninety percent of the curriculum that they're teaching your child. But as ah, soon as facts. as soon as they say facts. we're gonna introduce LGBT or we're gonna have a you know an LGBT speaker in the yeah. school, no, oh, you can't oh. teach Mark. No, facts. I should be able to decide. Do you know what your kid is learning in geography? You don't even know what the, the, you're learning in Do geography. Do you know what subjects they've even chosen? Nope. They don't know nothing. Do you know what they learned last week? If you if you don't ask your child, you're, you don't even know. And more time, you're not even asking them. You're just checking that their homework's done and sending them on their way. Exactly so there. you don't even know half of what they're teaching your kid. But suddenly, no, 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 no. But they can't teach them that though. No, but as a parent, I should. And as a parent and da da All this as a parent. You don't know... You don't know anything and you haven't, you've been fine not knowing all this time. Mm. And it's like, what are you scared of? Gay, gay is not contagious. It's I said, not contagious. I said, bro. honestly, I've been watching straight people kiss on TV since I was born. That would have made me straight, straight, right? That would have made us straight, right? Thank you. I'm not Thank straight. So. So what now? You just go <laughs> to show I that. said to them, I said, I said, I said, when you first saw like gay people, like, you know, on TV or wherever you first saw them, did that make you feel like you were. Okay. No, nah, no, nah, because okay. So, what are you scared of? What are you scared of then? I said that's not how sexual sexuality works. You it's know, I said works, that's not bro. how gender works. I said, but you know what does work? Representation. Mm. You don't know that you're, you know, who. You don't know that you can be something until you see it. Mm-hmm. A do lot of know, times. Do you know as well? Like, I just feel like if you're a parent and you love your child, like, why would you want your child to go through years of their life being? Um, like um, hates having self-hate mm-hmm. or not knowing their worth or not understanding mm-hmm. themselves mm. or living in fear. Like, mm-hmm. why would you want that for your child? It's best that you have all the conversations that... Early. Are exactly, early that are needed to have, mm. are needed to be had. Um, and you're open with your child. I mean, ultimately, if you are having a child or you're planning to have a child, then you have to... I don't know why people are not thinking, oh, you know, maybe my child will be part of the LGBTQIA community and how will I support that child? Like, that should be a well, question. Yeah, why are you not thinking that, that instead? People ask mm. themselves, um, men and women, like Honestly. Both. And why are you not thinking instead? Like, I think people don't realise, instead of thinking, oh, this might turn my child gay or mm. this might turn my child this or this might turn my child that, thinking, actually, if this is how my child feels inside, this may help them in a way that I may not be able to, or this exactly. may you know, mm. teach them in a way that exactly I may not that. be able to because it's not my experience. Mm-hmm. Why are you not viewing it from that perspective exactly. that then your child will have a bit of the vernacular to be able to have these conversations with you if that's how Agreed. they felt? Agreed. They just see it from a... 
from such an odd angle and I'm just it's so tiring like I remember I ended up staying in the barbershop for like an extra hour like trying to explain to these men like you're wrong <laughs> like like trying to explain to them this is your wrong and this is how you're wrong and this is why you're wrong um and I think what I ended it with was that you know when you have these conversations and these arguments and you start these things I said mm. really before you go into any of this just ask yourself who it's harming and have facts for how it's harming them mm. Because if you don't have either of those things, respectfully, more time, mm. your argument's mm. flawed. We it's appreciate you for flawed. having that. Sorry, sorry. We, oh, appre- we appreciate you for having that conversation because oftentimes, like I'm sure we've had moments where someone said something and we haven't had a voice or bit of felt comfortable enough to speak on exactly. it. Exactly. Um, so anyone who is totally um, comfortable and like wants to have that conversation. Um, but I mean, like... It's hard work and ultimately, like, people should be educating themselves. It's not we our should, job. Yeah, this, and that's why I was staying pimp for the longest for time. Because I was like, it's regardless, podcast, whatever, it's, this yeah. is not my job. I'm here to get my trim and cut. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not here, I'm not here you to know. do TED Talk. I'm not here to <laughs> do Parenting 101 when I ain't yeah. got no pick me. Like, I'm not here for any of that. But I think, obviously, when they kind of tagged me in, I was like, well, here, here we, we go. go. Here we go. And it was like, at the end of the day... I kind of always think about like when I do decide to engage in certain conversations, I was more thinking about their kids in that mm. moment. And I was thinking, God forbid you lot have LGBTQ plus children. You know, God forbid. You know. I that can't. would not be the one. I was you thinking, ah, oh, God bless these children. I beg, bless <laughs> these children because it's like the bl- like the blind leading the blind. Like you want to hide all these things from your youth and you don't realize like, the damage that that can do, like the yep. damage it can do from you thinking that your child is too, you know, too innocent mm. to know or too ignorant to understand. Bro, you don't even know what these kids are going through. Like all six, seven years old, but yeah. you're thinking, oh, they're this, they're that. Bro, Madness. You don't know what's going on, Sha. Madness. No. Like, you, don't, you don't know what's going on 24-7. Like you said, when they're out and about, bro, all Madness. you can do is you need to teach them and that's it. That's what your parent for. You're meant to teach them, educate them and have the, co- the good conversations from early and just like, Bro, it's 2021, you know, and you lot, these, these, and you lot are still, these lot are still, still having this, wild. this narrative. So still wild. doing, oh, this, that's big people, that's big people <laughs> stuff. And da, 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 da. All this big people, big people. Yeah. Listen, your child will be understanding big people stuff from young, you know, you and know. it won't be on your time if you're not careful. You really so true. really and truly, you need to be thinking about the, the long, the, the way. Long, the long, and long picture. Everything doesn't have to be complicated. I feel like when it comes to LGBTQ, mm. um, when it comes to straight people, like they always just sexualize everything. That's what it is. Everything yeah. is about sex. About sex. Yeah. Everything is about sex. And it's, it's like, no, it's not. It's like, really why are you not yeah. just looking at it as who you're attracted to, so who wild. you love, who you are? Why is everything about sex? Mm. Like, so what the right. hell are you like? You, you think we're all just rampant rabbits just mm. running around in the streets, around and just sexing each, each other? other. It's <laughs> like, because patriarchy in a lot of ways focuses on women Sex. being sexual objects. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which is really sad. But mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like as well, like what about all the other issues or discriminatory practices in society that we all hold that we're not addressing? It's not only every day come to worry about gay people. Like if you love women, <laughs> then why are you not wom- worried about like um, women who are in abusive relationships? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, why are you not out here doing initiatives? She's meant to be an activist, yeah. Of course. Like, why are you not? Of if course. you love women, like, you should be actively promoting women and mm-hmm. doing something to support the lives of women. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are not doing that. A lot of um, um, people are not trying to get rid of patriarchy. Mm-hmm. 
but little Nas X kissing is somehow the worst thing ever. Do you know what I mean? I did want to go back to um, um, back to the sexual abuse topic a little mm-hmm. bit, um, just to speak about a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, with that situation, um, um, yeah, sorry. With that situation, it meant that um, sexual relationships and um, any relationship yeah. um, was very difficult. It mm-hmm. made it, it meant that. Um, it was very difficult for me to trust people. Mm-hmm. It was very difficult for me to let people in. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I internalized a lot of the thoughts and feelings of feeling like... You're being used. Dirty uh, yeah. or um, feeling angry with myself because um, obviously when you're... Um, when you are violated in any way, like your body responds, right? Yeah. And in those particular situations, you, I find that people would, and definitely I did, um, took it out on myself and was like, oh, like, why did I respond this way? Yeah. Or why didn't I do this? Or why, mm-hmm. did, why didn't I do that? And I feel like for anyone listening that has had similar experiences, just know that it's not you. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, someone violated you and that's, that's an issue with them Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean Um, and you know like also I would say that just take your time um, with healing Mm -hmm. healing could be lifelong Mm -hmm. and that's okay there's no issue with that you take your time and you give yourself the love that you require and need Mm -hmm. Um, and hopefully you have um, an environment whereby you speak and you can get the help you need. Do not be scared to go and get therapy because mm-hmm. I know, especially in my family, like things like therapy is generally frowned upon. Taboo, and not, of yeah, course. exactly, and yeah. not really spoken about. And I think that ultimately, you are the master, you are the creator in terms of this life and this physical life that mm-hmm. we're living. And you need to ensure that you are happy Amen. or you're working towards your happiness. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that there won't be, um, you know sad days or days where you don't want to get out of bed but that's okay yeah as long as you keep on working towards um who you want to be and where you want to be um so um yeah i mean yeah yeah no i i um i agree with everything you you just said i think um everyone's journey is just that it's a journey there's no time on it um, obviously you can always look back retrospectively and wish you'd done things one way or another mm-hmm. but I feel like everyone's journey is specific for a reason and everyone's journey goes how it goes for a reason um, and also you, you can find light in the darkest of spaces however that happens um, I think for me I've never actually spoken about it publicly but I was uh, molested when I was younger um, and I didn't actually realize so this is what i was saying about like your kids not you know you not having certain conversations with your Mm -hmm. kids can lead to trauma because i didn't kind of realize until i got older um and i looked back and i was like that wasn't right Mm. Mm, that that didn't feel right that didn't make sense that kind of feels like i was being used um and it it bothered me it bothered me for a long time i didn't speak to anyone about it i didn't tell anyone about it um and it was kind of worse because it was someone that was quite close um to the family so there was all of this like i don't want to ruin anyone's relationship i don't want to you know there was all of these things going on like in my head around it and then obviously it played out in relationships as well like kind of similarly to what you said in terms of how i was 
how I felt in myself, how I felt about my own body, how I yeah. felt about um, sex, you know, how I felt about being touched. It, it all kind of played into each other. Yeah. And the older I got and the more I kind of looked away from it and didn't address it, the worse it got in terms of how it affected me. Mm. Um, and then one day I woke up and I was like, I'm not giving this power anymore. I'm going to confront them. Mm. And that's what I've done. I literally um, sent like a long... Like, I just wrote everything down about how I felt and what I went through. And I sent it directly to the person. I was just like, this is what happened. This is what you've done. This That's is how so it made brave. me. Yeah, it was, so brave. it was really difficult. Um, and it, it, I had conversations before I'd done it um, because, obviously, I was scared. And mm. I was, you know, like I said, I was having all these back and forths in my head for years. Um, and I spoke to um, my closest cousin, who's basically, like, my brother, about it. Um, and he was like, whatever you want to do, like, I'm riding with you. Like, I don't care who it is. Um, however you want to address it is how you want to address it. So, yeah, I sent them the, the, the message and, you know, they called me and we had a whole conversation about it. Um, and, you know, they apologized and all the rest of it and they gave wow. their perspective. And, you know, because obviously we were both kids, even though they were older than me, we were both kids at the time. So they gave, they gave their perspective and whatever. Um, and I felt free, like. I literally felt free of it from that moment mm. and it felt like literally like tons had come off of me mm. and I was just like wow like I really carried that like this I think when did that happen La I think this was only like beginning of last year or maybe end of 2019 that I, I, I um, confronted them about it so it was like wow I've really been carrying this around most of my life because it happened when I was like kind of similar ages, like maybe between the age of like eight and 12 or something like that. Um, and I was like, rah. And I was just thinking, if I had, if my parents, and not again, not to knock my parents, because you do the best you can do. And, you know, a lot of what so our parents do comes from what they're taught. Yeah. Um, and they follow one in tradition, which is why I don't believe in tradition. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> because tradition is causing <laughs> more pain. Than uh, this tradition word, I beg, Oi. let us just be removing it Brutal. because tradition, tradition, tra yeah. tradition, and trauma are just going too hand in yeah. hand for yep. me. Um, yep. but yeah, like, uh, you know, there's that whole thing that you know, this is big people stuff, and kids don't need to know about this, and you don't teach them about this until they're this, and then when she starts her period, that's when we talk about yep. sex, and yeah. it's like, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you need to talk to your kids about sex and sexual things much younger than that because when kids realise that their bodies do certain things and yeah. look certain ways, yeah. naturally they start to explore it. Exactly. And if they don't understand certain things, if they don't understand boundaries, if they don't understand what these things do, what they are, what they're for, it can lead to trauma. Right. Um, and to the point where people are abusing people and they don't know they're abusing people mm. because me too, I'm a child. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly no one that. told me that I'm not allowed to touch her. I'm not allowed to do or da da da, da. Exactly So I'm just that. doing what I'm exactly doing. That. And before yeah. I know it, I grow up and someone's like, yeah, you kind of abused me, you know, when I was young. And they're like, raw. I didn't yeah. even realise that that's, that's what it was. But yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> I get that. Like, and I think it's, it's sad that so many of us have, have that story um, you know, no matter how, how bad or extreme it was, I, it's sad that so many of us have a story that's like that or have stories that's similar to that, exactly. whether it be when you're young, whether it be when you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s. So many of us have stories of, you know, people taking advantage of us or people, um, you know, violating us or whatever it may be. And I think 
you're right. Like it's for us to have these conversations and it's for us to support each other and not have all these barriers um, yeah. and all this like weird and like weird energy towards each other because it's just like, what for? Do you know what I mean? Agreed. Like, why aren't we uplifting each other? Why aren't we meeting in Soho and having random conversations? You know, why? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Why exactly aren't we that. doing that more? Exactly like, that. it it exactly it that. it creates a better environment and it just creates a better world for everyone. Um, and I'm hoping that like our generation will be one of the f like first in terms of parenting. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know there's parents out there now that are much more open and you know mm. have certain conversations etc but i'm hoping that it it only gets better with our generation Agreed. in Agreed. terms of how we educate our kids you know yeah. about the things that they don't learn in school you mm -hmm. know about the things that school can't teach them because boy i didn't know what credit <laughs> was either there's a lot of things yeah <laughs> that i needed to know that school did not no. teach me um but yeah like speaking Go, going back um talking about you were talking about women um what's your relationship with women like because obviously you're saying that you're kind of you feel like you're kind of on the cusp of being bi and gay like when you are attracted to a woman have you like been in relationships with women like is it different what do you find different between i guess being in relationships with men and women Ooh, that oof, oof, oof. Yeah, okay it's a, um it's a, it's a heavy one it is it is it is so First of all, I would say that I, in my mind, I rejected women because I just, ex I, I just um, accepted that I was gay and that means that I'm strictly into guys, of right? Of course, yeah. Label. That's what I, that, exactly. That's, that's it. That is me I forever. Absorbed. <laughs> that was my narrative. That was like, nah, I'm not like, I don't like girls or whatever, whatever. Yeah. That's kind of what I believed. And then after having a few experiences, I was like... Hmm. Like I, maybe I like it. Yeah, like <laughs> I was just like I like it. There's no um, there's no there's no issue for me. Actually, okay, no, there is one issue. Okay, but that's that's more a societal. Maybe a society, and maybe it's what I believe. Maybe it's a bit of both. So, it can be both. <laughs> um, for me, I would say that I always felt like I couldn't really approach women. Mm -hmm. Um, that. I would never put myself in the position of going out to talk to women mm -hmm. because because in my mind, women want a guy who represents a specific type, type of, of way. Right, exactly. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And I thought I felt like for me, um, where I am and who I am now, like I like I love it. I love being able to be free. Mm -hmm. I love being able to be like, oh, like today I might feel like I want to dress more femme or not. Like, mm -hmm. but that's my choice. I can do that and I'm mm -hmm. free to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't obviously want to be in a situation where I felt, I felt like I'll be playing a role mm -hmm. to adhere to what someone else believes is attractive. Mm -hmm. So for me, I guess that's why, that's the reason why I would say that I don't actively go out seeking women. Mm -hmm. um, but if I met the right person with the right personality, then I, I wouldn't see any issue with that. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what was the rest? Of I was point? saying, is your relationships <laughs> with men and women different? Like, if you or have you ever been in a relationship with a woman? Um, I have been in a relationship of. with a woman, but mm -hmm. it, I guess it was like high school. It wasn't very serious. Nothing mm -hmm. major. Like mm -hmm. it was. It was just wasn't anything serious. So I guess that I haven't really been in a um, sexual relationship with a woman. Mm -hmm. um, 
But I would say that initially when I first like came out and started meeting people, the majority of my friends were actually female. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the majority of my friends were female. Um, and I guess I learned a lot, to be fair. <laughs> um, because I guess like as a man, you don't actually know, you don't actually get taught a lot of stuff. Just yes. things, general things about women. Mm-hmm. Um which I feel like is very problematic. Of course. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's in terms of my attraction, it's just kind of like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily that my the relationship would be different. Yeah. Um, I guess naturally, for me, I would say that I would feel more protective over yeah. a woman. Yeah. That's in hindsight. Like, it could be different in actual reality. But in my mind, I'm feeling like if I was with a female, then I would be more protective than mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. But I guess in terms of my personality, I'm already a protective person anyway. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's maybe how it would differ. Do you feel like biophobia kind of colours how you feel in terms of approaching women? Because I think there is this sense around, like we said, men not being able to be fluid or men not being able to be um, bisexual. There's this sense like, oh, if you're a bisexual man, you're gay. If you're a bisexual woman, you're bisexual. You're just greedy. That's what they say. But if you're a bisexual man, you're gay. Like, that's how society kind of makes it out. Do you feel like that kind of maybe subconsciously is why? Definitely. I feel like it's just a lot of pressure. It's just a lot of pressure. And I just feel like... I like being a free person. Like, Mm -hmm. ultimately in life, I'm working towards just being a free being. Like, I just want to be free. I Mm -hmm. don't want to have no restrictions. Um, And, yeah, like, I just think that... uh, I just think that a guy... As a guy, you're very pigeonholed. And I think that a lot of females see it as feminine Mm. when a male says that they have any interactions with another male. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess what I'm what I'm getting at is that majority of guys who are by that sleep with both mm-hmm. do not c- disclose to females that they sleep with both. Which is problematic. Yeah, they generally, yeah. They generally don't. Like a lot of guys will have girlfriends or be married and whatever, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, they will never disclose to their wife that they are bisexual mm-hmm. um because they have to i guess they feel like they have to live up to a certain um, role yeah do you know what i mean which mm. is a mindful and it's just a lot because like i just think like it's weird how we're creating so many ways for us to be, be oppressed like, shackles. Yeah, like, be oppressed so many layers shackles? of oppression how many do we need we like happy? The layer cake of oppression is just growing and growing every day. It's just like, yeah. really? Like, do we need all of that? Um, yeah. I, yeah. I can imagine that that's just... I mean, I hope that one day you do have a really, like, positive, loving experience with a woman, if that's yeah. what you'd want. Me too, um, actually. I mean, I wouldn't mind being in a relationship with a woman. Mm. I would actually like to experience it, to be to be totally honest, because mm. I feel like I haven't. Yeah. Um... And I would like to, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I guess, I just don't know. I, I'm unsure how I would navigate that in this society. Because mm-hmm. within myself, I'm kind of like, well, I, I just do what I want and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you have to um, take into account that, you know, 
people view things in this way, that way, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm. And you obviously don't want to put um, yourself in a situation whereby your safety or your sanity or your well-being is compromised. You know Which what I mean? is very difficult in this day and age. You know. Everything is compromising one or the other. Hey, wait. <laughs> hey, wait. You know. Should you I just know. go live on a rock? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, just pick a rock and just... Like just in it? <laughs> Boy, there's one yeah. thing that I did want to ask you specifically because... Um, just over the years, like various people have spoken to me about it. And I mm-hmm. think it's not ever been something that I necessarily have experienced myself, but mm-hmm. I have my my theory about why I haven't experienced it. So I'm going to ask you yeah. as like a gay bi man, what is this thing about gay men not liking lesbians? Oh, um, or what do you think it's about? Or have you heard it before? Have you witnessed it? Yes, I ha- I was actually thinking that I was going to ask you this question, actually. So it's funny <laughs> that you <laughs> asked me. What is this thing? <laughs> what is this thing, Courtney? Um, I, I, do you know what? I really, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I definitely feel it. I see it operating. Um, I see how, like, people interact. I've, see, I've been witness, bared witness to, like, people interacting with me mm-hmm. a certain way, like lesbians. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just... I personally do not understand and I don't get it because in my mind, we're all part of the same community. Yeah. And I have a lot of, um, I have a lot of um, lesbian friends. Mm-hmm. So like for me as a gay person to discredit someone because they're lesbian, it's just the wildest thing for mm-hmm. me in my mind. Like it just don't make sense, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely aware of it. But I can't. I couldn't tell you like where it stems from or why it's a part of our, co- our community. Right. I just, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I just I, find it so weird. It's weird. I I was having this conversation the other day um, with someone I know, and they were saying like they've experienced it quite a lot. Um, they were feminine presenting, um, a feminine presenting lesbian. And they're saying they've experienced it quite a lot in terms of like gay men just kind of off the rip not liking them or off the rip having an issue mm. or whatever the, mm. whatever the case may be or just being nasty to them or whatever it might be. Um, and I was saying I can't... Obviously, I've had experiences where, you know, I may have had an issue with, with a gay man or something like that, but not something that was kind of just unwarranted or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't ever experienced it in that way. Um, and I was wondering if it's because, because I'm mass-presenting there's either a sense of not a tr- not a subconscious attraction, but something that they're more aligned to being attracted to mm. because of my masculine energy. Whereas feminine presenting women, obviously they assume them to have feminine energy. And then does it create, because in our society, women are pitted against each other. Feminine energy is kind of pitted against each other does it become this thing where there's then a subconscious competition or a subconscious dislike because, you know, you're, you know, as feminine as me or you're whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know because I'm, I'm not a gay man, so I don't know. But I, and I've never really experienced it in that way. Like I've, I've had a lot of gay men like move to me. Um, I've, like had gay male friends who said like Courtney like I would like if you were down like da, 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 da. <laughs> and I'm like maybe part of that is why I get along with them like maybe there's a subconscious thing where it's like initially they're attracted to me because of how I present or you know my, the kind of energy I have so then we just you know get along from there 
uh, and maybe because they're not necessarily attracted or may not be as attracted to you know feminine presenting women or there isn't that energy that masculine energy yeah. there um they just kind of you know i don't know i mean do you like, think there's anything to that yeah to I, would, I would definitely say that's like i've never i've never really thought of it in that way but it makes sense to me it does because ultimately when i think of like really masculine men mm -hmm. um in gay environments and how they act and operate mm -hmm. um i guess it is a bit of like oh i'm the masculine man so mm -hmm. i'm gonna walk and um, act a certain way and mm -hmm. you know i'm masculine and you know that that means you can't try me or whatever mm -hmm. it means um so i guess maybe that ex is exactly what it is it's a war of um energies because people haven't understood that yeah that number energy. one we're part of the same community and number two like I just feel like, why do we need to find other ways to now... Um, beef. Yeah, like, why? <laughs> to beef. Like, why? why are we fighting? Extra why? ways to but beef. No, it's me, true, because maybe personally, it's that. personally, I've never had a personal issue with someone just because they're lesbian. I've definitely felt like I had to cuss because I felt like someone was talking to me a certain way, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, like no, why? Like, you yeah. can't do that. Like, mm -hmm. if I've done something that offends you, okay, maybe, but don't just talk to me like that. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, let's address it but, properly. Yeah, like it's yeah. Maybe it's that too. Maybe it's because of I don't know how we how we present as masculine presenting women or the energy that we carry. It's kind of like they're less likely to be confrontational with us, or they're mm. less likely to, you know, have an affront to us like in that way. Because it's like, oh, you know, I don't want to try her because she's X Y Z or she yeah. looks like X Y Z. But with feminine presenting women, they're just like whatever, man. And there's also this thing where like I've seen so many gay men and lesbians fight over the years, and I'm like. Why is this okay? Like, what's going on? Like, yeah. I remember I used to when we used to go hidden and and all these things, and you'll just be seeing them scrapping, scrapping outside, and I'm like, this what isn't is okay. What it's is like, why? Uh, and everyone will just be letting them fight. I'm like, no, that is he's a man. He can't just be slapping, slapping them, slapping. and the, they'll just be slapping them around anyhow. And I'm like, oh, why is this okay? Just because we're all gay? Like, we can't. You can't just now come and fight. I find it really weird when men um, take up certain energy with women. Um, I just, I don't know. I find it really weird. Um, obviously, women are not weak and they're not lesser, yeah? But for me, as a man, to come now to go and fight a woman, that's just, that's not acceptable to me. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I don't know why people feel like it is acceptable or even I notice how, like, some gay men will get into women's face and start shouting at oh, them a certain way. Gosh, and I'm just yeah. like... Like, why? when did this become acceptable? Why do we want this to be part of our community? Like, yeah. I don't, I just, I just don't get it. Like, I don't think I've ever had even an argument, but I have, I'm a very open minded person anyway. Yeah. Like, and I try to get on with everyone anyway. So mm -hmm. I don't think I personally would have a lot of these issues. No one's going to come out and be like, nah, Jay's lying. He smacked me up that time. <laughs> 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 he beat my ass. <laughs> never mean, never mean, never mean. I couldn't even imagine, like, getting into a fight with a woman. Like, I don't even like fighting men. Like, I feel like... It, a, fighting I, is just not yeah. it. It's I've just heard a lot of it. stories um, with, um, like, my male friends, and they're like, oh, yeah, this guy, like, was abusive. And I'm just like... I've never yeah. been in that situation. Like, I can't like someone and want to fight them. Like, it just don't make sense to me. Yeah, I can't say you're my boyfriend and then tomorrow I'm going to fight you. That's a good point, actually, because I know we've spoken about in previous episodes, like um, domestic violence, like in lesbian relationships and how common it is. And I'm guessing that is 
common for men as well. Yeah, I think it's the same. I think it's it's just Maybe common. I, don't, don't, I really dislike <laughs> it. I just think of all places, like you should be able to have solace in your relationship with mm-hmm. your partner mm-hmm. and just live a happy life and Honestly. all of that. So, like, I just don't know where fighting comes into it. I just feel it just feels weird to me. It really puts me. It's off. just the biggest violation. Yeah. I feel like fighting is the biggest violation in any walk of life anyway. Yeah. Like, even when, when friends, like, brack up each other and then they're friends again, I'm like, I don't know how you lot do that because <laughs> yeah. from you put your hand on me, I'm just looking at you in a certain way now. And even if you say sorry, I'm just going to be looking at you like, mm, will yeah. you beat me again? I don't know. But, <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's just it's just one of the biggest bios. And I think, like you said, if you love someone um and you say you want to be with that person like why should this be part of our relationship why should we be falling into such madness that we're now going to be just putting our hands on each other anyhow but i have heard that kind of similarly to lesbians it is it's unfortunately like a really common but it's i just i don't know like i'm maybe like i guess i'm just a different person but to me it doesn't make sense to go from like having an altercation to a fight and then that same person being in my bed later on that day. Mm-hmm. Like, I just can't <laughs> do that in my mind. Oh, like, either either we're, we're for each other or we're against each other. I can't do in between. Like, Honestly. it doesn't work for my brain. Like, either we're cool or we're not cool. But I can't do both. Even now I'm getting PTSD. It's honest. It's true. It's actually true. It's too much. It's headache. No, it's absolute know. headache. Um, like you have to look at sorry but in my mind I'm just like you have to look in the person you love's eyes when you are hitting them and see all that emotion and feel that energy like that's just, just not normal rage. to me it's just it's not normal. rage like, you just how can you see the person you love like and beat them like, you just descend I don't, I don't it, you descend into madness to be completely honest and it all just descends into madness I'm not even gonna lie like from my own experiences and then before you know it you're just like how are we doing this like this is becoming a regular thing like why is this becoming a regular thing yeah. You just descend into nonsense. But honestly, like if you shouldn't be putting your hands on anyone, mm. partner, friend, stranger. Do not subject yourself to a person beating you or treating you lesser than what you are because you're amazing, you're lovely, pretty <laughs> and nice, nice and pretty. Mm. Please, you are better than that. Do not stay with anyone who's not treating you good or putting their hands on you or not treating you in the way that you believe to be treated. Like, no. Amen. Move on. Amen. 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 Move on. Amen. Move on. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Like, it's okay. Thanks for I feel like we've me. covered so many different topics and all of them as valid as one another. Um, thank you for being so open. Like, obviously, it's you just okay, you just met me okay. on the streets. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you just met me on the streets a couple of weeks ago. And now we're here talking about everything <laughs> under the sun. I know. Who would have thought it? You're like, <laughs> is this girl? Am I being set up? Like, nah, do I even we had a good conversation in it. That set the tone for the rest. Yeah. That was it. Was it was a good drunken conversation. This is it. Sometimes good vibes are good vibes. You know, drunk yeah, you or not, know, you can tell you know. like if someone's spirit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's good. Like, yeah, I feel like, yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel like I'm always a good judge of, because I can be drunk and be anti, same way. I can be drunk and not talk to people. Mm. So when I'm drunk and I'm talking people's ears off, it's for a reason. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I like you. Agreed. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> because the same way, I'll be drunk, I'm just standing in the corner, just swaying to myself. I'm the one chatting to nobody. So, um, but fa- yeah, honestly, like, thank you for coming and Thanks thank you for, for being me. open. Um before we go, I guess what's one thing that you kind of just want to put into the universe? Like, one thing that I would like to put in the universe, um, I would say that 
the most important journey in life is the journey of self. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that everyone needs to be addressing that journey within themselves mm-hmm. to bring themselves to higher heights, mm-hmm. a higher sense of love for self, mm-hmm. higher sense of confidence, mm-hmm. um, and like being able to be in a place where you're not looking for any security etc in other people you find that within yourself and it's an amazing place to be so i wish that for everyone definitely Definitely. i agree i fully i fully agree wholeheartedly whole 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 what 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 bro and you know what it's a journey i feel like oh i feel like i don't want to like talk of everyone's ears but i feel like that journey is is one that also is kind of like never ending because you might feel like okay yep i know who i am now and then in five years' time, you might be like, hmm, not sure. Let's go down this road again. So I feel like it's a consistent journey. And and at the same time, as long as you approach it in your own way and you don't let kind of external opinions and validation and, you know, colour your experience, as long as you approach it in your own way for yourself for the right reasons, you'll always, you know, put the right foot where it needs to go. Exactly. And it may not always yeah, feel like it at the time. But you'll look back and you'll be like, yeah, like that made sense. Do you mm. know what I mean? Or that led to this point, which makes sense. So, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you completely there. Um, is there anything that you want to, I guess, do you want to promote your Instagram? I don't know if you want yeah, the, if you want the baddies, you. if you want yeah. the baddies if to you jump in the, your DMs or not. <laughs> if you want to be incognito, you don't have to. It's fine. They can find you on the streaks. <laughs> on the streets. When, when the world opens, they on can the find you on the streets, <laughs> innit? <laughs> find us in Soho um, on the on the corner I feel like there's definitely going to be uh, more pods um, we've got visuals out now as well yes, guys sir. so if you haven't done so yet go and subscribe to the YouTube channel yes, yes. Um, watch our two years of damn it is a full length episode available to watch in 4k baby catch us in HD baby but there will be more visuals um, that are coming and more episodes that we have visually where we can get more guests on and more yes. people yeah exactly and more people on and, I'm proud you know, of you guys ev- ev- thank you it's looking good it's looking sweet thank you come through doing your thing thank you thank you talking on what needs to be spoken on come well, this is it I feel like um like I said, like your voice as well, it's a voice that needs to be heard. All of our experiences are experiences that need to be heard and they're all different as much as they are the same. So hopefully, you know, people hear this and, and it resonates with them and they learn something. And yeah, good things, man. Good things. Um, make sure you follow us on all socials at D-A-A. Ra, look at me. D-A-A-M yeah <laughs> you know in my head my head was like you're not spelling it right but I actually am D- make sure you follow us on all socials at D-A-A-M podcast um, follow subscribe watch our YouTube subscribe to our YouTube we're on Spotify all of these things SoundCloud all of these things all of these yes, things sir. OG Quartz signing out it's your girl D-Style signing out <laughs>